Okay, so if, if you want, you give the warning. Warning. The warning. This is an end game spoiler cast, as you can tell by probably what we're going to title it. Yeah. Do not listen to this episode if you haven't watched Avengers Endgame, the movie, the film, the culmination of the MCU so far. We're going to talk about it because we just saw it last night. We went on a date together. Yes, we had our first date and it was glorious. <laughs> was that our first date? Yeah. Wow. That was our first date. I'm surprised we fucked after. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what do you call? It? I, I I found a I found a perfect, a perfect. I, I mean, I was told this is an old uh, an old meme, but it's uh, it's SpongeBob looking like this. Yep, oh. looking down in surprise. Yeah, and the title is when she told you it was her first time, but then she hits you with the vacuum seal double hand twist gawk gawk combo three thousand. <laughs> <laughs> so the meme is like POV of yeah. basically the girl looking up at. <laughs> SpongeBob's surprise face. Like gawk gawk combo. Gawk gawk. <laughs> it's like one of my favorite jokes. I love that this is our Avengers spoiler cast so far. <laughs> and I'm gonna keep this train going. One of my favorite jokes is what did Cinderella say when she got to the ball? <laughs> gawk gawk. Was that spelled G A W K? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so how'd you like Avengers Endgame? We saw it last night, and we tried not to talk about it so, too much in so the theater. I, so I, I thought about it, yeah. and there's a couple things that are seared into my mind, yes. like quite literally <laughs> seared literally. into my mind. Um, like, I've been thinking about it all day. Uh, well, first of all, I think you successfully a, went in completely spoiler-free. Yes, let's set that You up. didn't see the fucking poster that was in the theater. You, Everybody, I'm assuming, because uh, this podcast is being uh, broadcast on planet Earth, and everybody on planet Earth has seen Avengers endgame at this point um those huge standees that they have in the theater of avengers endgame and it has all the characters around it dubs literally didn't even look at that poster because he hasn't seen it before we were walking in and he did like blinders because he knew that the poster was purple yep <laughs> and he saw like the avengers a and he I knew saw the a, and I was like, nope, to nope, look at the nope. poster yep and i knew that was true i was like he's gotta be like <laughs> uh what's the word he's gotta be exaggerating that but we walked out of the theater, and the first thing you did was look over at the poster. <laughs> You're like, okay, let's see what I was missing. Yeah, exactly. You literally went in without seeing the, a poster, a single trailer. Mm-hmm. You, I, you, I'm assuming you've seen like tidbits of trailers, and you have to like look away, nope. like on YouTube or something. The only thing I saw was the helmet, uh, the still photo of the helmet, and that's okay. all I've seen. Like on a video thumbnail of uh, yeah, that's all I saw. Um, Tony talking to the helmet yeah. at the very beginning and of the movie, recording and stuff. That's the most yeah. I saw. Uh, again, by the way. Stop listening to this episode if you haven't seen Endgame. And even if you don't care, you can spoil it for me anyway. Go see the movie. We're going to spoil so much in the next hour and a half. Um, So last night I was a little like... Okay, this is going to get real graphic. But I don't know if you remember... I vividly remember the first time I got a (laughs) blowjob. Uh, and, yeah, and this feeling I had afterwards driving home. Yeah, of it wasn't like any kind of. It was a good feeling, but it was almost a feeling like something major has happened to me. Yes, and something. <laughs> I'm a changed man. Now. Exactly. I'm. <laughs> I enjoyed th- this experience, but I know I'm, things are. I'm. I'm different because I experienced these things. I feel different. <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt leaving the theater last night. Wow. Yeah. Like I just thought I am just a. 
different person. Yeah. Like, this is just, I'm not the same anymore. Wow. It's just, this is different. <laughs> um, okay. I, I know that sounds like I'm exaggerating, but like, you have to realize I saw this with no spoilers. Exactly. We so, got the slow tease for six, eight months, seeing little snippets of it here, snippets of it there. Oops. Nope. A little bit of something leaked. Nope. Oh, I man. saw, so everything was, so to, to, to go in full detail, the first opening part when it was Tony doing a monologue yeah. to the recording, I thought, oh my God, everybody was, I, I've heard people saying like Avengers die. Iron Man dies here. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. And I was like, and Nebula is a robot, so she doesn't really need air. Yeah. Tony dies at the beginning. I thought, holy. So already that was where my mind was because I'm, I'm. I don't have spoilers. Yeah, so and they I, played the sad "Look, your character is dying" song. Yep, and <laughs> when I just he thought, was passing out, and she moves him to the chair, to like over look out over the stars, the yep. cosmos, as he's taking his last breaths and just drifting off, dreaming about Pep. Oh man! So that was the start of my experience. I just thought <laughs> they're killing Iron Man at the very because I haven't seen anything. Yeah, I don't know if there's an Iron Man scene for the rest of the movie. So I thought that was it. So I. Did you watch the trailers since watching the movie? I watched one of the trailers today. Okay, like the first one, the teaser? or the like teaser, yeah. The one that starts with him doing that monologue? Yeah. Cool. Okay, so with that trailer, you still wouldn't really know if he makes it back because it's True. that monologue, and then he's not in the trailer for the rest of it. They show him like on the ship, I think, hammering away at something with Nebula, which is just a throwaway shot in the movie. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we fixed the ion, blah, 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 and we got 48 more hours of flight time. But now we're just adrift in space or whatever. But... The immediate second trailer, uh, that scene where they all have the quantum realm suits and they're all walking. Yeah, I saw that one too. I saw that yeah, one too. That one, that one shows Tony. The first time it doesn't. So, exactly. Second time so it does. So this is why you avoid everything at all costs. I, I'm, I already know more than I wish I knew for Rise of Skywalker, but I am starting right now. I'm it's doing called a- what? Oh my God, Dubs! I'm so sorry. Oh, no. I am. Li- oh, I am no. so sorry. Oh no! I can't believe I did that. You animal! <laughs> oh my God! The brave little ATAT walker. <laughs> I'm doing a blackout for the brave little ATAT walker. Oh my God! I am bright red right now. I am so oh sorry. Oh my dude. God! <laughs> If I wasn't on this high from Endgame, I would be furious right now. Oh, my God. So, anyway, back to Endgame. (laughs) I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Fuck. Okay. Anyways, back to Endgame. So, that was the (laughs) start. Well, hold on. The start of the movie was Hawkeye's family. It literally starts with... Okay, okay. Yeah, Hawkeye. But, like, Hawkeye I knew was healthy. A healthy adult, healthy adult male on Earth. Yeah, still had resources. Right. When it's still on house arrest. So I assumed like, okay, so Hawkeye's probably gonna go to the Avengers facility and be like, what the fuck's going on, guys? Yeah. And then it switched to Tony, and I—that's when I thought, oh fuck, Iron Man's about to die. Yeah. And that was so. That was the start of my experience of Endgame. (laughs) And you were literally like, oh my god, this is this This is it. it. So like Captain Marvel showing up to back to earth was I, like a surprise yeah i thought like okay so maybe it's another ship maybe it's the ravagers yeah i was like, maybe the ravagers are finding them like yep. who in nebula's got to like talk them down and then like you who, see that it's a very small glowing object i still didn't know until it showed her face yeah and then i thought <laughs> oh shit she's here already okay cool. like that that was my thought because you saw you saw captain marvel right yeah so the end credits of that was her showing up yep, yep. uh and saying like where's nick fury so they probably had i'm surprised that scene wasn't in, in endgame because everybody thought like oh they're just doing the same thing they did with civil war 
which at the end of, I forget which movie, at the end of Ant-Man, I think, they show a scene, a literal scene from Civil War uh, of when Bucky's trapped in like the vice, uh, like the big vice machine and Falcon and Cap are talking about, uh, Falcon's like, I know a guy who can help us with this or whatever. And that's when they go to get Ant-Man. Yeah. And it was literally a scene cut from Civil War, which right. was the end credit scene. So everybody right. thought they were doing that again, but they didn't. But it was kind of like just this would be a scene in Endgame. It would. It's, yeah. it's just not. And yeah. we got it. We got it already. Yeah. So you don't have to watch it again. Yeah. So that was that was the start. That was cool. Like for me, that moment was just like, oh, okay. That was easy. Like <laughs> Captain Marvel can go get him. <laughs> See, I already had that start roller coaster. Just, oh, fuck. Exactly. Oh. You've already had one huge dip yeah, on the like roller coaster. Just, oh, fuck. He's dying. He's gone. Uh, fun fact about that scene, because I've watched it three or four times now and i've listened to the soundtrack a couple times the song that they play during that you think iron man's dying sing is the same melody that they play at his funeral uh so it's like literally the iron man dying song oh my god (laughs) which they never played before so you wouldn't know Mm -hmm. that that was a death song but it had the somberness to it that you pick up on exactly yeah so uh that was some crazy shit and then uh and then they get back so here's the thing i like the most about this movie was that if you look at the early half of Marvel movies, mm-hmm. like maybe right up until like everybody's second or third movie, like Thor 2, Thor 3, Guardians of the Galaxy 1, mm-hmm. if you look at a lot of, like especially Iron Man 1, 2, 3, if you look at a lot of these movies, a lot of them are done not like superhero movies. They're done almost like just normal films almost. Do, yeah. Does that make any sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they're almost done just in this. They're genre films. They're genre films. Exactly. Yeah. It's not just like superheroes unite and kick ass, just, which of the first Avengers was, which is why it was so cool. Exactly. It's so it was different. A, it, it was a different movie from all the other Marvel movies. It was a standard superhero movie, mm-hmm. but it was the cool chemistry of seeing everybody come together. But it was also just different for the MCU. It was right. just, oh, it's no longer the character building, the ex- explanation and development. No, now they're just flexing their fucking powers and you're seeing what they're made of. <laughs> exactly. That's what that movie was. And that's why it was so fun. Yep. This movie I thought was going to be a giant fight scene. And it super wasn't. It super wasn't. So when they were like, we're going to let, let's go find Thanos and Thor's all, I like this one. I like her. Like, And they go do it. I thought, oh shit, here come it's gonna be three hours of k- fucking kick ass. And it wasn't. <laughs> it, was, it was three, it was like 75% just people dealing with loss and trauma. Yeah. And that was and I said this today to some friends at work. I was saying, I thought it was so fucking cool that they just let the all the actors flex acting muscles and not yeah. actual action muscles. Right, exactly. They were just in rooms talking with one another. Like, how heavy was the scene when Scarlett Johansson is just eating a, the peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Yeah, and dude. That's a heavy... fucking rocked it. It's because she's an amazing performer. Like, yeah. Like, that's why. We never really know? got to see that before. Or when, when RDJ flips out on Chris Evans. Yeah. That's an incredible scene. <laughs> why? Because RDJ is an incredible actor. So exactly. Like, it was, oh, it, so it was funny because up until the actual end fight, mm. it was almost like it was another Marvel movie not an Avengers movie. It right. wasn't this giant okay. accumulation to me. It was this, it was almost like civil war. You're seeing story develop. Mm-hmm. You're seeing characters go through like growth and, and understanding. Right. You're seeing like people under like try to figure out not only the loss and trauma, or what happened five years ago, but when they go time traveling, now it's a time travel movie <laughs> and it felt like a time travel movie, just yeah. them dealing with their past and the things they, that they've always wished and them like fighting their own personal battles and side note, or their this is, own personal self, or their own personal self. But <laughs> side America. note, this is where I actually think that we saw Chris Hemsworth. Might I don't mean this in a mean way, but 
has the weakest acting acting chops out of everybody there. Interesting. In my opinion. Because I loved him. I'm not saying he was bad, but if you compare his performance to like Tony like RDJ uh, or Tony Stark meeting Howard Stark, mm-hmm. very different levels of yeah. of like holy shit. You know what I mean? Like Chris Hemsworth is more like a comedy actor pretty much. Yeah, but like even um even Rocket was a super heavy character. Yeah. It's just how like Bradley Cooper did a really good job of selling this selling the voice acting side of it. Yeah. And it was a really good performance. There's one scene with Rocket, uh spoilers when uh Thanos like shoots the missiles at the Avengers facility and it like zooms into the rubble and like the water's coming and Hulk's trying to hold it up and it cuts to Rocket and he has like rubble on him. Yeah, and he's, he's like, out. I can't breathe, I can't breathe. I was like, Oh my god. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I was like, like he's like, gonna it, die. Somebody help him. <laughs> you saw people's level of acting skills, yeah, which I god, loved. Awesome. It, it, it wasn't just, oh, it needs to be action, 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 action. They it's almost like they knew that. They knew, oh no. There's going to be $500 million worth of battle for the final 25, <laughs> exactly. 30 minutes. We crammed our budget yeah. in the back half. <laughs> Let's let them flex and yeah. fucking just act because all these guys can act. And they're all super accredited performers. Let them fucking do their thing. Yep. And that's what really sold it. Exactly. You know? Like, you know what scene started to break me up like early on in the film? Hmm? Was Paul Rudd when he showed up. And with he, his, uh, and he's free- his daughter. Not just his daughter, but even right before that, he's pan- he starts to panic and he's freaking out. He's like, no, 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 no. And he's like looking at the memorial. He's, he's like running around. He's like, please, no, please, no, please, no. And then he sees his name. And then that scene when he sees his daughter, that was a heavy. He killed it in this movie he too. Did because he's a good actor. He's a great actor. <laughs> and that's what I think made this movie so powerful was it was a good balance of heavy, hardcore emotional action mm-hmm. and just also heavy, hardcore acting. Yeah, but you not that it wasn't like the heaviest dramatic acting, but it was in a sense for an action blockbuster hit, like the biggest movie of all time. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't really expect that level of like emotional commitment to it the way that we all as viewers and they all as performers did. Yep, and it was sold. Yeah, so well, and I think that's what it it was the equivalent of having the like the yin and yang of a meal or something. You mm-hmm. know, like you just had this really satisfying thing then you get the polar opposite that's super satisfying yeah and then the fucking roller coaster of the fight at the fights at the end oh my god <laughs> there's so many times i heard you laughing which is the appropriate response to and just how fights? fucking crazy things were In like the fight during the portal scene when people just kept coming out yeah. you were just giggling <laughs> like, <laughs> i was like holy shit <laughs> holy shit <laughs> that scene so like we can jump straight to that scene so Dude. What a fucking payoff of 10 years of movies. What if I can pay off of a media blackout? So I thought, <laughs> dude, so for the record, and I said it to you last night, the scene when it's Captain America mm-hmm. beaten, bloody, dirtied by himself with half his shield broken off. He has a giant cut in his hand and a shield arm and he yeah. just tightens it over his tightens the shield over <laughs> yeah, his cut and he, and he just grits <laughs> and he just stands and he's, it's like this beautiful landscape <sighs> shot of him alone. Thanos is standing in front and then his entire army's coming down the yep. hill. And then the director leans into the shot and goes, wink, wink, here's your wallpaper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that scene, again, I'm, I I didn't know, I don't know any of this stuff, right? So not only did I have a media blackout, I'm also not a comic book guy for this. So I don't know. what. All I know is that somebody said back after um, Infinity War was Captain America dies in the comic books or this and that. Mm-hmm. Like that was flying around. So I thought, this is where this happens. Kind of like this what is going to be Iron his Man. noble death. Yeah, I just <laughs> thought he's going to die in slow motion in front of Thanos and the army, and then like Iron Man's going to watch on and scream or something, 
and then <laughs> Thor is going to lose it and then shit's going to break down. So I just so I was prepared for just this is it. <laughs> They're dead. They, and then the music is swelling and then it and just then cuts. Here, cap yeah. Cap, do you read me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I didn't know who it was at first. Exactly. Just, Which is why he had to say, Cap, it's Sam. Yeah. I just thought, wait, who who the fuck? So when, when I heard it, when I realized it was Sam, um, I thought, okay, cool. This all happened at the Avenger facility. It's not some faraway planet, even yeah. though the, it looks fucking destroyed to right, the exactly. point of looking like another planet. So I thought, okay, he's just going to fly in and land right next to him. And just, I thought, it's a, I'm going to die with you, buddy. I'm here for you. And then that's when I realized, wait a minute, if he's back, everybody, and then the and portal. from Wakanda with, is back because he well, died in Wakanda. Right. And then T'Challa came out. Yeah. And that's when I still thought, I still thought at this, it's going to be the giant army in Thanos versus a line of the Avengers that died in the current Avengers now. I thought that was it. I thought <laughs> this is going to be it. It's just going to be like Black Panther. It's going to be Captain America. Like Iron Man will land. Hulk's gonna run up and then like you know and then you just think like the Guardians and Doctor Bucky Strange comes out and Bucky, like, yeah. yeah I just thought everybody stands and then they just go like uh, some kind of phrase that we're all gonna go down together yeah and then the portal scene happened and that's why Fucking I was like every army from every movie, movie showed up and that's when I was thinking oh like, shit all the as Guardians all yep. the wizards the Valkyries the, came back the Valkyries the yep. I don't know if there were multiple Valkyries or was just Valkyrie ah I thought I saw a few interesting um, uh, the because Ravagers. Remember, remember Thanos killed them. Didn't Thanos kill them? Hela killed them. Oh, Hela did. Right. I'm sorry. Hela did. Um, I'll have to rewatch it, seeing if there's more Valkyries. Because literally, every time I've watched it, I've had to purposefully look for something else. Yeah. Like, okay, I know Wasp is on that side of the screen, yeah. but I got to look over here to blah, blah, blah. Like, the Asgardians, the Wizards, the Wakandans, the Ravagers, the fucking everybody. The time... Time protectors. Yeah. And I that's I was just thinking, oh, shit. Like, because I thought when, when Black Panther came out, I thought, okay, maybe there's some uh, some people from Wakanda. Yeah. And that's when he started to be like, okay, cool. So at least the Wakandans are here. It's not enough. And then everybody else kept showing. I just went, oh, Everyone. my God. There's a, he, they open the one portal, and you see Black Panther and his, uh, the girls come out. And then you see Falcon fly around and land. And Cap is like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's my boy. He's yeah. back. We did it. And then you see like, like literally a hundred portals. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was such a scene. And then... The way the music swells and cuts when he says, assemble. Oh, <laughs> dude, listen to that soundtrack because that soundtrack gives – that song gives me goosebumps. And the song yes. is called Portals. Yeah, no, I the, listened to it. I listened to it today before going to the soundtrack. gym. Yeah, I listened to oh, it. Oh, my God. And um, that scene was, I think, one of the most like – I was tearing up. Because like, I, I keep telling people that. Like, I cried multiple types of tears throughout that yeah, movie. Like, like sad tears, happy tears. And, like, that scene is just overwhelming tears. Remember, remember we <laughs> talked about it where I told you, like, I, I like, like, I tear up when I listen to certain songs when I'm driving. Yeah, that are just so, so intense. Fucking intense. It, that was those tears. Exactly. It was, I was just like, fucking, yeah, let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. Like, <laughs> like, like that, that's exactly what it was. And, and then the charge with everybody just screams. Yeah. <laughs> like a barbarian. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, and it's like, it's uh, the people that you see front and center screaming is like Cap, Thor, and M'Baku. <laughs> like, just these fucking dudes. <laughs> like, manly men. <laughs> Dude, and, and the timing was perfect where, like, the music is swelling. He calls the hammer. He catches the hammer. And yeah. it's just, 
Holy Assemble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he screams Avengers and catches it. And he's like, Assemble. Yeah, that was <laughs> The so delivery is so fucking perfect. It was so... It was one of the most badass scenes of film I think I've seen <laughs> in a long time. If, if, if not ever. And fun fact, literally in that shot, like the famous shot that they always have in the Avengers movies where it's everybody charging in at once. Yeah. Um, in IMAX, there's actually more characters because really? the, the screen is taller. Uh, like the, you literally don't see everybody unless you're watching it in IMAX. I'm glad we saw it in IMAX. <laughs> yeah, that scene was a real. Po- and then what was really cool was you started. It was kind of like the first Avengers fight scene in New York. Yeah, where you got to see people flex. Exactly. Instead of just oh they're shining in a moment and then that battle's over like it is in every other movie. Everybody gets their moment. No, it's like no, in this one everybody just they're all just the no holds barred just fucking do it like yeah. right off the bat just go. And that was the coolest thing because I I don't expect that. And yeah. then it was just, oh. It, there was another cool charge when it was like Spider-Man who's freaked out because he just like got, he went through hell. He just he, got bombed. Yeah. He's like <laughs> gripping the gauntlet. He's like, oh, fuck. And then Captain Marvel just goes, hi, hey, hey, my Pete. name's Peter Parker. Yeah. He's like, she's like, hi, Peter Parker. I, can I have the gauntlet? <laughs> and then you both And then look. The, the girl power scene. And that scene I loved because I thought I was thinking so she just has to fly through and hopefully she doesn't get caught with it or they yeah. don't rip it out of her hands because she's definitely more powerful than all of them. Right. But then they all started appearing and I was yep. like, oh, second charge. Like, oh, shit. And like knowing that that scene is coming, the way they shot it is so good, too, because it's uh, Scarlet Witch lands behind her and says, um, oh, fuck, what was the line? I, Peter says, I don't know how you're going to get through all of them alone. Uh and then Scarlet Witch sands, says, lands and says, she's not. And then um, Okoye walks up and says, she's got help. And then Mantis <laughs> pops up. And then Nebula pops up. And then Wasp, like, <laughs> like grows yeah, right in front yeah. and, like, checks her wrist and, like, it's, like, flexing herself. Here we go. And then they all <laughs> And then it run. keeps pulling out. And there's yeah. just, like, n- not more girls appearing, but you just see that there are more girls there. Yeah. <laughs> like, Mantis and uh, Gamora are on the sides. Yeah, yeah they're on the sides. Just, oh, my and God. And then they all just start running at them. They fucking wreck house. And they all, yeah, exactly. They all just start <laughs> wrecking house and shit and throwing shit. And, and it's oh, not just, man. oh, look, these girls are teaming up. It's, look, uh, Okoye just killed Corvus Glaive in one move. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like it was almost like the Hulk, like slam, slam, slam move yep. with with her with her pole. It was yep. Just, he comes up. There's an army behind him, and she's like, "You're dead. <laughs> Get out of my way." Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Valkyrie and Scarlet Witch each take down a Leviathan. Yeah, alone. they both split up and take one down. Yeah, it was uh, just holy shit. And then they uh, they call back to Avengers: Age of Ultron. By the way, there is literally at least one callback to every single MCU movie. Yeah, I could uh, tell. I could tell. Yep. I could tell. <laughs> the There's a lot to Age of Ultron. Also, this movie made Age of Ultron a better movie. Like, if you Why? go back and watch Age of Ultron, there's just so many things that are called back on in like Endgame. What? Like, uh, when Tony comes back and he's all withered and they're in the room and they're arguing. And he's like, a few years ago, I had a dream. I, I hoped it wasn't real. But yeah, I said we yep. need a shield around the world. Remember that? Blah, blah. Do you remember that? You re- and you didn't. And we lost. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That was fucking RDJ acting. That's what I'm saying. Acting that was, chops right there. That was good acting chops. You were just. Oh. I literally was in the theater and I felt like I was getting yelled at. Yeah. <laughs> and you saw Chris Evans just like kind of like like shamefully taking the brunt yeah, of it. I, just being like, I know. I was. I was wrong. I was wrong. Yeah. No, I know. Like, but then um, they called back. There's a scene when the final battle in Age of Ultron, when Ultron and a bunch of robots are behind. Ultron's trying to get to the center, which is like the detonate button right. that makes the planet crash. 
Um, and Vision, Iron Man, and somebody else who could shoot beams of shit um, all, like, stopped him at, like, shot three beams at once. And it was, uh, I forget her name, Black Panther's sister, um, Pepper Potts, and I think Captain Marvel <gasps> all shot that. stuff at Thanos at the I same remember time. That. Yeah, that was some sick And, like, shit. actually, like, held him back. Also, yeah. fucking Scarlet Witch kicked his ass. Literally, that if he was, didn't do rain fire, she would have killed him. That was the point I was going to say. I, I was saying she's ripping him like fiber from fiber. And Literally flicking her fingers and his armor is flying off. Yeah, and that's why he was just saying, just bomb me. Yeah. It's like, uh, <laughs> we're here. Just, Our troops, do it. Yeah, it's just <laughs> either I know I die now or I maybe survive. Exactly. This gives me a uh, moment to escape. So good. The thing with Thanos that threw me off was I didn't... So I also said this to some friends at work today. It was just cool to see how in infinity war you saw thanos fight with stones Mm -hmm. the only time you saw him really fight was the hulk and that was when he was just using boxing technique yeah he was just slipping under you know doing he had the power stone but he wasn't using it because in infinity war they made very sure to show each stone glowing yeah when he used the one and he was just (laughs) he was boxing the Hulk. yeah even when it was him versus all of everybody on on the i forget the name of the planet but titan on titan he was. It was them versus his gauntlet. Exactly. Pretty much. This was them versus Thanos, the warrior. Yeah. Exactly. And the it, Mad Titan, which is like his nickname. Which is so. Here's the cool thing. I knew nothing about that, and so you're gonna laugh because you're gonna be like, you're 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 so innocent. So remember when <laughs> it was just the three of them staring down at Thanos, just playing with the rock. Yeah. And and uh, Iron Man goes, "What is he doing?" And absolutely Thor's like, "Nothing. Absolutely nothing. He's just <laughs> waiting." And then Cap goes, like, "It's a trap." Or somebody said it. I don't really care much. Yeah, and then really Thor care. says, as long as we're all in agreement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> he gets his shit. So I thought, here's the funny thing, because he saw the future, I thought they were going to go down and he was going to have some kind of reconciliation talk. And they were going to just, he was going to say, I saw the future, I understand. And I thought, you're going to laugh. My mind was going, Nebula's going to get the gauntlet and become like this evil person. And then they're going to have to face Nebula and this and this. And this is going to be this giant battle. That's what happens in the comics. Really? <laughs> Nebula gets it. And they're like, oh, shit, that's even worse. Wait, seriously? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's like the so, huge thing. Okay. So I, I, so I, was on the, I wasn't on the wrong path. That's a really interesting. So I thought they were – because just because Thanos looks so like just bored, just yeah. so like, like – just Maybe I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Just exactly. He looked almost remorseful. Yeah. And then when they start talking and he shows he's remorseful because he wasn't brutal enough. Exactly. That's when I, I remember just feeling actual dread just because oh, I was all hopeful. Like, oh, maybe he like turned his, turned a leaf, turned a corner. And yeah. He's, and then he's going like, to say, oh, he's going to say, you know, I, I, there is no way to do this, blah, blah, blah. And then Gamora comes like flying up with the gauntlet and they just go, oh shit, she's crazy. She's batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. But instead it was him saying, I need to kill everybody. Not just half. We need to reboot the universe. Yeah, and you and, and you saw on all three of their faces, especially Cap- Steve Rogers was amazing in that scene because he just goes, he looks like, oh fuck, like you just said this, like Thor just kind of. You just said this. Yeah, because Thor looks like, fuck you the whole time. Ah, I'm Thor gonna just kill wants to you kill so him. bad. Yeah, Thor just wants to kill him, and uh, Iron Man kind of just looks like a little like worried, but he's being like quippy. Yeah, but Steve Rogers looks the most genuine he's like disgusted like horrified at exactly what he's saying. yeah and, and the speech was so dark and super heavy yeah and then he stood up and the patience and calmness he just puts on his helmet while he's talking he knows they're about to fight yeah he's like all right i'm gonna take all three of you guys yeah because <laughs> i remember at that point then i thought well it's the three of them he has no 
gauntlet. This should be a pretty one-sided fight, at, or at least yep. he's got a he's got an uphill battle here, and it wasn't. Yep. And that's when I was thinking, <laughs> what the fuck? He doesn't even have stones. <laughs> he's younger. Um, they're weakened. Thor's fat. Captain America they're weakened. Was, what do you mean? Captain America was knocked out a minute ago. He literally the when the he blew up the building. Oh, Captain right. America's already bruised. Iron Man has a bloody head. Um and Thanos is younger and like hell bent. Like he's crazy. Instead How, of wait, being wait, wait, on a wait. mission, he's fucking I'm gonna murder everyone ever. Yes, but also what year is he? That's twenty fourteen. Uh so that's a different yeah, Thanos. That's, that's a, a different, younger that's a Thanos. younger different thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, that was an intense fight. Intense. And he has the sword, which I'm almost positive was made out of Uru metal, which is what Thor's hammer and Stormbreaker are made out of. That explains why and, it's cracking the shield. And the gauntlet. Exactly why it yeah. shattered the shield. Yeah. Also, another callback to Avengers Age of Ultron. Because it had the broken shield on the stairs. Broken yeah. shield broken in the exact same way. Like people took a still from Age of Ultron and Endgame, and it's like literally the exact, the exact same thing. Yeah. It was almost like it's the exact same prop. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> um Oh, yeah. actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that that fight was probably, that was like one of the best, I think, fights, s- superhero yeah. boss battles yeah. like I've boss seen. <laughs> Round one, <Yeah>. fight. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like yeah, It was exactly. just so well. There's so many cool moments. So many cool, so it, there's always, the people always talk about momentum in fights. Mm-hmm. Like I'll call into actual fighting here. You have momentum in fights where you kind of have to give to take. This is a, this is really a theme in boxing. So in boxing, the theme is you got to be able to take it if you think you're going to give it. Yeah. And that's because in reality, if you didn't know this for some reason, you will always get hit in a fight. Yeah. No matter what, you're getting hurt in a fight. So you need to learn how to get hit. You got to learn how to not only get hit, but make the make the calculated choice of if I take this combo. That opens up X, Y, and Z for me. Yeah. Should I take this combo so I can I, so I can set up my attack? You know what I mean. And it's though it's the high speed chess of using your body mm-hmm. uh, that makes fighting so interesting to me. Yeah. But that's what's the dynamic for fighting in general. Now I know movies are going to be very different when you have a good guy and a bad guy and yeah. the main character versus the main bad guy. But that's what this was cool. It didn't show just the good guys. Oh, a little struggle, then they stomp him. Mm-hmm. Good guys basically lost. Yeah, that fight. <laughs> I mean, they did. Iron Man got knocked out. Yep. Thor almost got a hit. Stormbreaker shoved into his chest. It, it and it like started like piercing his armor. Yeah, and Cap was basically beaten and thrown aside. Yep. So they basically, for all intents and purposes, lost that fight. Yep. Which is insane. They like completely did. Like Thor and uh, Iron Man like woke up after the portal scene. Like, once yeah. the portal started opening, that's when it finally cut back to those two. And they're like, oh, shit. And they kind of brushed themselves off and got back in yeah. line. Yeah, so that was a crazy... So- but there was there was a lot of back and forth. It was like the whoever had the advantage, like, kept tipping. Yeah. Like, it was a real, like, seesaw of a battle. Yeah, exactly. So it almost showed, like, how well even slash not even they are. Yeah, three of them versus one Thanos. Yeah, but, um, but like, that's usually what happens with high-level fights. So mm-hmm. in real high-level fights in, like, our world in real life, when you have two high elite-level people fighting, when one person gets the advantage, it's very rare for the other person to fight off of that momentum to come back. So, for example, gotcha. if we're fighting and we're both elite level strikers mm-hmm. and I hit you with the liver shot that crumples you for a second, yep. it's hard for you to all of a sudden, no, you're going to push me back on my heel because mm. I see an opening. I'm 
pouring on the pressure now. Gotcha. Oh, you doubled down. Your hands dropped. Here's your head. I'm going high with a three-piece combo. You're going to cover up high. I'm going back low. Maybe I'm going to go so for a once, kick. So once in a real fight, once you get the advantage, you pretty much keep the advantage. If you're the same level. Yeah. If you have somebody who's a bad striker versus a good striker and you mm-hmm. get a lucky shot on the good striker, the good striker still has a very good gotcha. precedent to say, oh, no, I can hit you in like a slugfest because I still have better technique and experience. Yeah. But if you're even... Not really, because the momentum pours on. And if you don't, with each little battle you lose, so you lose one one engagement, mm-hmm. boom, you're down one one like notch. Right. If they keep pouring it on, that keeps growing in between, because you need to immediately win that next engagement to bring you back up. But if yeah. you don't, now you're down again. Then you're down again. Then you're down again. It's You have seconds of opportunity to come back in a fight, and if you don't take advantage of that, well, you're done. Yeah. And that's why you see a lot of fights end quick then. Because yeah. oh, you crumpled, pressure, you can't recover, counter, and you're done. Now you're dead. And that's it. You're done. <laughs> TKO, it's over. Yep. That's usually what happens. At least in MMA. But uh, yeah, and that, it was so weird to see that heavy back and forth. Yeah. It was just... Because there were, there were also so many other variables. There was Stormbreaker, Mjolnir, the shield, the sword. So like there were a lot of parts where they would like get the sword out of his hands, and then it would be them versus just unarmed Thanos. And then he would go and get the sword back, and then he would get the advantage again. It was really interesting. I was surprised he was able to stop the projectiles so much. Like the lasers and stuff? Yeah, but I was, I was also surprised he could stop a lot of just brute force. Yeah. Like, those guys are just strong in general. I forget what it was. Some, one of the directors or something said Thanos basically has impenetrable skin. Like, that's his, his species. No, he bleeds. He bleeds, but, like, he has 99.9% impenetrable skin. Um, so like obviously Stormbreaker can go right through it and stuff like that. And like that scene in Infinity War where Tony beats the shit out of him for like thirty seconds and he says all of that for a little drop of blood. Yeah. Like that's basically <laughs> that's to show how almost impenetrable his skin is. But uh, dude, uh, so many like mood like I don't know how to say it, like climaxes of just what we've learned about the characters so far, like Avengers one, when Thor and Tony are fighting in the woods and Thor hits him with the lightning and it says suit power at 400%. He goes, Oh, how about that? And (laughs) then, and this one, he does a thing with his back and he's like, all right, Thor hit me. And he fucking funnels (laughs) lightning into his back and shoots eight lasers at once. Yeah. Which normally I think in Iron Man one or two is when he first uses that laser. And it basically that laser for like two seconds runs a suit out of power. Yeah. So he was able to shoot eight all at once because of the pure lightning coming into his back. And then Thanos picking him up and using Iron Man as a shield to catch Mjolnir. When Thor throws oh, Mjolnir yeah. and hits it with Stormbreaker. Right, right. Oh, my God. So good. <laughs> it was intense. And then, obviously, I think the biggest moment of the movie was Cap catching Mjolnir for the first time. So when that so I thought we were about to watch Thor die. So again, no spoilers. <laughs> so I everybody's on the precipice of dying here. So this is yeah, like exactly. my Game of Thrones. So when <laughs> the axe was going there, I just thought, don't kill Fat Thor like this. Like not, <laughs> not like this. Not like this with Fat Thor, please. Some other way. And then when the hammer went, I went, oh, that's a good idea. Why didn't you just summon it earlier? Yeah. And then and then it didn't go to his hand. And then you saw like how tired Thor was and beaten. And then the hammer goes back. And if when fucking poof, he caught it. Oh my god! I just went. <gasps> and then Thor basically sums it up for everybody. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Cap looks real good with the hammer. Yeah, he does. It yeah. looks so right with the shield and hammer. Shield and hammer. 
And he's like throwing lightning bolts up and down. And he's throwing the hammer and calling it back. And, and he's still lost, but I'm so glad we got to see him kick pure ass with the hammer for like 20 seconds. It was. There were so many cool moves that he did. It was fun. He did he the, the that uppercuts the shit out of him. Yeah. Knocks Thanos on his back. And then uh, I don't know if you caught all of them because it was so fast, but he would like hit him with the hammer. Uh, oh, hand, hammer shield. And then he threw the, the shield at him. And Thanos the blocked hammer? the shield, threw the hammer at, at the, the shield, shield which threw the yeah. which like discombobulated like, him. And he came running in. Yeah. And he caught the hammer again. He came back. Yeah. It was and then he <laughs> threw the shield at his face as it was bouncing back. He used the hammer the, to hit it back yeah, into his it, face. Yeah, I saw, I saw. Oh, my God. Oh, it was, and then lightning, lightning, lightning. And then call down a huge yeah. lightning strike. And then he goes to keep fighting him. But at that point, I think maybe he got like cocky or something. Or maybe he was just like thinking too quickly. Uh, and then Thanos started to get the upper edge. How but, did Thanos get the upper edge? Uh, he does the lightning strike. And while Thanos is like getting back up, he comes in and like electrocutes the hammer and tries to smack it down on him. But Thanos rolls out of the way. And as he's like on that pose oh, on the ground, right. he, gets hit. He, right. he picks the sword back up and starts beating right. the shit out of him. Right. That was That was amazing. Seeing Thor with Stormbreaker and Mjolnir in each hand, like oh, with the when he does the lightning thing to call him, yeah, yeah. and he like puts on it puts his suit back on with yeah. his lightning powers, but also braids his hair and yeah. his beard. Oh, and he just looked like a Norse. Like <laughs> somebody, I saw a picture. Somebody actually took a picture of an old Norse picture, like warrior, <laughs> and it was like, oh no, that's exactly what they did. They made him look like a Norse warrior. That. Not- that for me, as like a super Scandinavian dude who loves like Viking mythology and history and stuff like that, that was my like, oh, <laughs> oh god, he looks so good because it was an accurate depiction of a Norse god. Exactly, Cause, cause Norse gods weren't with old. lightning in his eyes, holding Mjolnir and Stormbreaker. The, the, the way his beard was bushy to his hair, yeah, and oh. even like his gut, like no, the Norse god had a, has like a beer belly. Yeah, like, exactly. That was actually it, he had a he had like a dad bod. The only difference was that <laughs> Thor is way taller than the Norse god. Exactly. In the picture but it was basically the exact same thing and i just thought oh i wonder if they saw that and that's why they did that so speaking of which when we left the theater one of the things i asked you about but didn't turn into a conversation was i said what did you think of fat thor and you just went i didn't like him and then i was like oh we'll talk about that later so let me tell you my thing my thing is that we have yet to have since the first avengers Mm -hmm. a full marvel movie okay we've either had a missing hawkeye We've had mm. missing Falcon. We've had a fat Thor. We've had no, like in Infinity War, we had no Hulk. Yeah, they, like no Hulk, and it. the teams were split up. Think about it. Yeah, we haven't had a full cast through so, like the duration like of the a, movie. Like 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 the 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 picture in your head when you think Avengers, you you don't think Fat Thor. You think of like the picture, original Avengers. That that scene in the original Avengers when the it's the three sixty shot, shot yeah. but and all you want those ready. characters throughout the whole movie. Like or being least, those characters, or at least in the final, at most epic scene, that's yeah. what you would want, right? But they haven't done that for a while, right? Really, really think about the past every Marvel movie since maybe Ultron, yeah, or maybe even before then. There's been something off with mm-hmm. the characters. Something's been off. Uh, so, too Rhodey, fat. Rhodey, Rhodey has to go to physical therapy and rehab. Like yeah. you know, like something weird happens to a character in everyone. Yeah, you know? I think that makes sense, though. Like, these, there's tolls that these fights and these movies take on the characters besides just, like, not physically. But, like, Thor's case, I think I think what Thor more was was a depressed alcoholic. 
Oh, no, that and was very apparent. Being a depressed alcoholic makes you fat. And they really didn't do too many, like, quote-unquote fat jokes besides, like, what do you think is coursing through my veins? Cheese whiz. Um, <laughs> or or calling him the Big Lebowski. Yeah, Big yeah. Lebowski, but that was more of, like, a hair and beard and sunglasses and True. sweater thing instead of fat. Because Big Lebowski wasn't fat. True. And then uh, Rocket calls him Tubby in one scene. That's a fat joke. And then his mom says, please eat a salad. Please eat a salad. That was basically it. Yeah. Tubby, please eat a salad, and cheese whiz. Right. But besides that, it was more like the scene where it's his turn to tell the story about the reality stone, and he's passed out. That's because he was fucking hammered. Yeah. I loved it. I think that's such a cool, Take on different him. way to do Like, that's the most, I think, accurate fallout of the last five years that would have on one of those characters yeah just getting depressed and drinking with your two loser friends and playing video games 24 7 yeah no it was that was but that but at the same time that was perfect because that dabbled into the 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 familiarity we have with marvel movies Mm -hmm. they do that yeah you know we are expecting because of infinity i was expecting because of infinity war this continuously epic Conflict just it keeps going. And at it wasn't no. any of that until the <laughs> and then it was like a spy espionage like slice before it turned into a fucking like World War movie. <laughs> so it, so I mean it was it was it was like I got more like Ocean's Eleven vibes than like a typical Marvel movie. It was literally a heist movie. Yeah, like they went back in time. It was a and heist they had movie. to sneakily take they all had of the to things. Get somebody who knew something very exactly. They had to get out. specialists. Yeah. That's a good it was, point. It was it, great. It was a heist movie. Yeah. It was basically a heist movie with a little slice of, you know, Lord of the Rings at the end. I like how you I didn't realize I was saying it, but you said I was talking and saying shit throughout the movie. Just a little bit. Like everybody did. Okay. So this, by the way, the theater had at most eight people in it. We did it right. <laughs> I completely disagree. Like oh. I had a great time watching it for my, I think fourth time it's my fourth time watching it all the way through um but i had a great time like i could really pay attention to it this time and i knew you would enjoy just silence like there was barely anybody there was a five minute period when fucking mouth breathers on the far left started chewing with their mouths open yep (laughs) i remember that it was like towards the end and they they were like oh shit yeah we have popcorn let's eat that really loudly now and then like the only thing was the the girl behind us clapped during I didn't even the, hear that. the girl power scene <laughs> i didn't even hear that yeah but when you see it at like the midnight showing those little things Wait, that tell, you tell, say tell me what that was like it's like a fucking like sports event it's like what i imagine being at the super bowl is like <laughs> it's so <laughs> good so so compared to how like the things that i was saying to what was said 200 people saying it at the same time that's basically what it is like when and like literal cheering and applause. When I, I couldn't tell you this, but when I first saw it, the Mjolnir scene, when Cap catches Mjolnir, I clapped so hard that my hands were stinging and they were like <laughs> red. I like did not see that coming at, at all, all, but like I was so happy that it was happening. <laughs> I was like, ah! <laughs> And at the end of the movie, I I watched it with eight of my friends, and we had two rows of four. And I had to apologize to my friend behind me because at that scene, I also involuntarily stood up and was applauding. Like, I went full-blown, like, sports fanatic <laughs> during this movie. And, like, there were so many, like, 
oh shit like you hear like 10 people around you say oh shit and it's just so cool being like a part of like the reason i enjoy that midnight showing so much is the first and kind of last real big one that i went to was the first avengers and that was like one of the last movies that did 1201 midnight showings because now right. it's like 7 p.m on thursday right. Right. so you're just getting people who are like oh yeah i got out of work let me go see that avengers movie um but like back in the day you had to start watching the movie past midnight and right. like you would get home at three four in the morning to be committed to it so you had to be committed to it it was all the biggest fans and people who cared the most so you're watching it with the most committed fans who are the most excited and in avengers one when Hulk does the Loki smash scene, right. like hysterical laughing, cheering, applause, just, oh my God. And like the, like this movie and Infinity War and Age of Ultron and movies like that now, there's literally like, there's applause breaks. Like how comedians tell a punchline and then don't talk for like 10, 15 seconds because they know people are laughing and then the, you hear the laughing subside and you could tell that the comedian knows the perfect time to start telling the next joke. There is an applause break when Cap catches Mjolnir. <laughs> like he, is there? Yeah, he catches it, but then looks up and the music is still kind of not on pause, but it's still holding like the same note. And then it cuts back to Thor saying, I knew it. And then he goes back. And like, you don't realize it the first time watching it because you're just like, <laughs> That was me. Yeah, exactly. That was me. I, I was, I, you said, Oh shit, was, while laughing during that scene. Yeah, because There's literally an applause break for things like that. And like the portal scene, it literally shows each character for like two seconds. And like, it's so you can hear, like, there was like, fluctuations in the amount of applause that the different characters were getting like black panther comes out and like people uh, applauded oh yeah they're like yeah oh my god yeah uh -huh. like once you hear hey cap you hear me and people are like wait what yo cap it's sam and people are like oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they goes on your left and like some chuckles because that was a line from winter soldier when they were doing laps and cap kept passing him and saying on your left and then you see Black Panther come out, and the first time I watched, <laughs> there was there was a black dude sitting next to me. He goes, "Oh shit, yeah, there he is!" <laughs> uh, and then and then Falcon swoops Sw out, swoops and flies around like a fucking angel, <laughs> and lands in front of Cap. Cap just looks over at him and smiles. He's just giddy. People started applauding at that, and then another portal opens, and you see Doctor Strange, and they're like, "Yeah." Yeah, there he is. And then you see the uh, the Guardians, and they do it so perfectly. They show Mantis, and you're like, oh, yeah, Mantis. Oh, yeah, she was part of the Guardians. And then Drax, and people are like, yeah, Drax. And then Star-Lord comes swooping in. Yeah. Like, yeah, there he is. <laughs> and then Spider-Man swings in. Swing. And they're like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, it is shot so perfectly. And they're like, oh, my God, they're bringing everybody back. It's not just Black Panther and Sam and Wakanda. Like, Doctor Strange is opening all these portals, or different wizards are opening all yeah. these different portals. And then you see Bucky and Groot. And then you see, like, all these people keep coming. And then Wasp comes up. Like, she's just like, oh, I was in San Francisco when this all went down. But yeah. here I am. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, one of my favorite Easter eggs is during that scene, behind her is a bunch of, like, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Ravagers. So, like, uh, Sean Gunn and, like, some of the other dudes there. And two of them, like, cross each other. And Howard the Duck is in between them holding like a, this huge assault rifle. And the first time I heard it, I didn't believe it. And then I had to go and rewatch it. I'm like, holy shit, Howard the Duck is in the final battle. I have to, I have to, we have to check it out after. Yeah. And, and see a still of it. Um, 
But yeah, dude. And so, then you keep going, the keep going. music swells. We yeah. were just talking about the music. Oh, it's dun, so dun, 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 yeah, dun, exactly. dun, 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 dun. And then it slowly fades into the Avengers theme song. And then Avengers! Silence. And people are like, say it, fucking say it, fucking say it. Because they've teased us for like four movies. He never gets the line off. Assemble. <laughs> and the fucking just like that was like the your favorite team winning the Super Bowl. Just like round of applause. People are like, oh my fucking God, this is amazing. And then the, you got Giant Man, Hulk, War Machine, Rocket riding on War Machine's back. <laughs> like... What did we do to deserve this movie? Right, right. And then uh, Spider-Man, I thought, was swinging off of Valkyrie. So, yes, yeah, so that scene where it's like everybody running yeah, and the people who can fly were flying. Swinging, like, like shooting up to Valkyrie. He was swinging on something. And it was like that classic, like the PS1 Spider-Man game. Like, what is he swinging on? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. He is on the top of the buildings. That's what I thought, too. But then when I was when it started to pan out to show all of them, I saw Valkyrie right above him. That would make sense. I just thought, oh, that makes more sense. He's then. just swinging on people who can fly higher than him. Yeah. <laughs> Just, or like there's ships, like there's ships from Black Panther and there's oh, ships yeah, from yeah, Guardians. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. There's ships from Sakaar from uh, Thor Ragnarok. Fucking Korg and Meek were in the final battle. Seriously? That's, yeah, they were. They did the, oh, yeah. the Avengers, the classic one shot that they yeah. had in like New York and Avengers right, 1. And right. then they had that one shot in the final battle of Age of Ultron. They didn't really have a one shot in Infinity War. Uh, the giant landscape like charge. But, like, the one shot of, like, it's that thing where the camera keeps going from one character to the next, and you see them pull off one cool move, and then it goes to the oh, next no, they, one they, cool they move. Oh, no, they didn't really do that. It was yeah. more just, like, you're going to see the brutality of everybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what had exactly. It wasn't, like, this cool thing of them in action. It was more, like, Doctor Strange just smashing bodies through rocks. And then, <laughs> exactly. And then like, Scarlet Witch is just ripping bodies apart in the end. The, the one shot comes right at the beginning. Like, they charge. Yeah. They fucking, ah, you see them crash, like, that classic two armies crashing scene. And then it cuts, and I like almost have it shot for shot now. It starts with Thor with uh, Stormbreaker, and he calls lightning down on it and smashes down and sends out like a V shape and just kills like 20 dudes immediately. <laughs> and then it cuts, and it's uh, Mbaku just smacks a dude in the head with his like Rafiki stick thing, whatever yeah. it is. Um, and then, oh, dude, it's there's just so many. <laughs> like, you see uh, Cull Obsidian, which is the big one of, like, Thanos' big bad guys. He has, like, the four. Oh, yeah, yeah, Squidward, yeah. the chick, yeah. uh, the Corvus Glaive, the stabby guy, and yeah. the Cull Obsidian, the big Hulkish guy. You see Drax jump on his back yeah, and, and just start, start stabbing him. He does, the, like, the classic the Drax neck. stab. Yeah. It pans down. You see Korg shoot him in the chin with a gun. <laughs> And then uh, you oh, see Quint, uh, uh, Quill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like flies around he's and flying, shoots shooting, some dude, spinning and throwing <laughs> bombs and shit, and he's sliding, and he's fighting and shit. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, you see Pepper Potts blast one of the uh, the Thanos's little tiny pods she out had of the sky. A, she had a scene where like she, she has, had like the X behind her back. Yeah, I was gonna say it's very different than what Iron Man suit did. Yeah, where, exactly. Like, they have to separate. Yeah. Her just like shot, whoosh, just came yeah. out and then just bam, <laughs> it just they went right back. And down. then it had like the Iron Man and Pepper Potts back to back scene where they just do like the chest burst thing. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude, it's so fucking <laughs> weird. <laughs> what was the Iron? What Iron? What was the? Uh, what did Cap do in that scene? I, I don't remember. I don't know if he was in that exact scene, but he also had the scene where he like throws the hammer at some guy and then uh like thor throws stormbreaker and it like spins around and decapitates a bunch of dude oh and I they catch that. each other's oh yeah <laughs> thor looks that. at the hammer and goes no 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 give me that you take the little one 
<laughs> but I love how he's just like, yeah, cool. You can have that one. <laughs> like, well, I, well, it's because you, and you said this in the callback to Ultron. When yeah, when Cat tries to pull it and it just but <laughs> at the party, which is like one of the best scenes of the MCU. Just them chilling at the party. That was so cool. They're telling stories and joking around. That yep. was and that was that went back to Ruffalo and Scarlett Johansson having a moment. Yeah, exactly. And that was good acting there. And there was like a little like they kind of dropped that storyline of uh, Banner and um, being romantically yeah. involved. Yeah, they like they referenced it in the diner scene <laughs> with yeah. Hulk dabbing. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But they, they were like, well, you pulled this off. And I remember there was a time where you didn't think that would ever be possible. Because in uh, Age of Ultron, they were staying at um, Hawkeye's farm. And, yeah, I Scar- and she was like, yo, let's fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, we can never do that. Because when my heart rate gets too high, I'll yeah. hulk out. But like now, it's got like a cucumber down there. So I don't know. A cucumber? <laughs> at least. At, uh, zucchini. At, maybe maybe when he's flaccid. <laughs> When he's soft, he's a cucumber. Zucchini. <laughs> Zucchini is more like it. The, which they uh, also... <laughs> I just made a reference to Age of Ultron. Uh, Iron Man says, Hey, uh, Banner and uh, Romanoff, what are you doing playing behind the zucchini? <laughs> which is gross. Because <laughs> yuck. <laughs> he said that in uh, Endgame? In Age of Ultron. Oh, oh right, right, At the right, beginning right. when she goes to like, Hey, big guy, the sun's yeah. getting real low. Yeah. He's like, what's taking so long? You guys playing hide the zucchini? Yeah. To uh, talk him down. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, dude, there's so many callbacks. The activate instant kill mode was a callback to Homecoming. Yep. Would you like me to activate instant kill mode? And his eyes turn red <laughs> and, like, his blades come out. It's like, what? No. And then he does it in this one. Yeah. And you were also just laughing it up at that scene because it just started stabbing yeah. dudes in the face. Because I didn't know what it was. I was like, activate it. Because he, he also wasn't, like, confident. He was like, activate it. Like he, he like in the gauntlet, basically not moving, and the suit's doing all the and work. The suit just, just starts stabbing everything in the eyes, in the face, and chest. Just so good. I was like, oh my god, because that was a lot more brutal than I thought it was going to be. Exactly. I thought they wouldn't show just smacking people, but no, just yeah, exactly. It was like, nope, it's like going through skulls. And then um, when he gets like overwhelmed, he's like, I need some help here, and Cap references civil war and he goes hey queens heads up and he throws the hammer which like can't stop right unless so he just he, he just, yeah. <laughs> hitches a ride on the fucking hammer like spider-man hitching a ride on mjolnir flying through the air while clutching an iron man made infinity gauntlet that was thrown by cap it's <laughs> is something we got to see on film in 2019 <laughs> and it was really good it was really good i keep like the more i think about it the more i'm just overwhelmed like just Thank you, Marvel. That's why I hugged you when you showed up. <laughs> oh, yeah. I walked in here, and you just gave me a hug. <laughs> it was a very, like, Tony Stark and Peter Parker hug. What is happening? <laughs> that was funny, too, when uh, when when Pete realizes Tony's there. He's like, yeah. dude, crazy shit happened. Can you believe what <laughs> Do happened? Do you remember when we were in space? <laughs> yeah. Like, All of a sudden, I was, I was now I'm here, and I'll be like... <laughs> Which, I, that's... It's very, that's like the only time they really explained how everybody came back. He goes, do you remember when I got all dusty? I must have passed out or something because I woke up and you were gone and Dr. Strange was there. Then he started doing the yellow sparkly thing with his finger. <laughs> <laughs> so like that's apparently what me, people must have experienced. We never saw anybody come back. Right. They just appeared back. They just appeared back. Like the closest we got, I guess, were like the birds that Ant-Man was looking at outside. Where yeah. he's like, guys, I think it worked. I think it worked. There's life Which, again. That's such a beautiful way to show that too. Just birds freaking out that they're alive again. <laughs> it was also f- not funny, but they did a really good shot of like this victory feeling. Yeah. And then when the shadow appears, and Hulk and just looks Hulk up. Hulk is like, 
Yeah, and then you just see it, and then for a split second you go, "What happens next?" Boom, and then you just shoot. Yeah, yeah. Your happiness is immediately over. Yeah, uh, which is they well, did it so perfectly because they're like, "We did it." Oh, forget about that. Forget about that. Blah 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 blah. And then when the portals come back, it makes sense. You're like, "Oh yeah, they did it." Oh yeah, they did. yeah. You forgot about it <laughs> exactly because the battle. It's so you're so engrossed in the exactly. fact that this is happening right now. It like that movie's almost perfect. Like. It it was perfect for what it needed to be, like I'm not gonna yes. say it was a perfect movie. Yes, but no, it was a per it was perfect Avengers Endgame. <laughs> like I could not have done I don't anything. Th- to I make think it that is the apex Marvel movie that you could have possibly made. Yeah, like every other comic book movie director is like, fuck, yeah. man, <laughs> like <laughs> fuck. And then like it's summed up with just the fucking staff, the credits when the credits are rolling. You're like, look at all these. Fucking names. Yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer was there. Didn't have a single line. She nope. just stood there in one scene. Neither, neither, neither did Natalie Portman. Yeah, Natalie Portman. I there was one line, but I think it was a pre-recorded line from Thor Two. Yeah. There was a scene where she was like, "Do you have anything with pants?" <laughs> and yeah. They're like pants. Um, but that was it. But I think that was a line from uh, Thor: Dark World. And I also loved how when Thor is explaining the story of Thor the Dark World, which is arguably the worst Marvel movie, everybody's like bored and like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? And Ant-Man is just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, he's just so eating cool. it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go to space, puppy? Yeah. You want to go to space? I'll take you to space, puppy. <laughs> that was... That was back. That, that harkens back to you see just the chemistry of them being together. Yeah, which is cool. Like it's so cool to just see them be with each other. Exactly. You know what I just, mean? <laughs> like not having to fight or anything, just them being together. Being in a room. Just so cool. The scene where they're like uh, brainstorming about like where all the stones are and when they should go back to in time. Uh, they're eating. Scott's eating Chinese food. Some of them are eating Chinese food. Hulk is eating Ben and Ice Jerry's, cream. and yeah. he's eating his flavor of Ben and Jerry's that they said in Infinity yeah. War. It's hunka holka burning fudge, <laughs> and he has like a, a gallon of it that he's it. eating. Yeah, he's eating it. Yeah. No, it was that was that was pretty cool. Uh, you know what I really like too, when they try to go bring Tony back from from his house. Like yeah, back into the fold of the Avengers. Yeah, and he's like, "No, I got a kid." Like, yeah, but it's weird because you're so used to seeing Tony Stark be corporate, steel, like modernist. Yeah, yeah. Very, he's, like, like, he basically does the same thing Thanos does. Like, he just goes and lives on a farm. He gets really involved with nature. Yeah, exactly. It's the complete opposite. He lives in a log fucking cabin. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. His technology's in the cabin, but it's not like <laughs> it's not like his office where he has Jarvis or Friday, yeah. literally running this high techno, like bare minimalist apartment. Every suite. wall is a touchscreen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's a, like the air is a touchscreen. Like, every, yeah, exactly. like just, everything is is a is just this where is this weird bare design. And yeah. then you see him like in a robe. Yeah, <laughs> carrying a kid in PJs. Exactly. He's wearing sweatpants. Yep. And uh, having, like, a popsicle with a wooden stick. (laughs) And then, like, I forget. There was another scene that he was doing. When he, like, the first scene when he walks out to go get Morgan from the tent. uh, Like, this time watching it. Because this time I was just trying to pick up more details that I missed the first two times. Because the first time I was like, oh, my God. I need to absorb everything. I need to love this movie. And then the second time I was like, oh, I can't wait to watch this again. And this time I'm like, 
all right, let's pick up on more shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's that third rewatch thing where you really discover like how much fucking detail the Russo brothers put into it. And I was looking for like, there's got to be some crazy technology like in the background, like some crazy jet ski on the lake or something like that. Nothing. He's just got like a picnic table, a yep. little tiny wooden chair that he sits in. Yep. Ah, dude. And like so many things like his daughter's name is Morgan, but he just calls her Morguna. Like, cause it's just a fucking cute nickname. And like, ah, so good. So good. Also the name Morgan in infinity war, when he has that dream, he tells Pepper about at the very beginning, like you ever have a dream where you have to pee yeah. and then you wake up and you have, you to, have pee. to pee. I had a dream that we were yeah. expecting. Yeah. And she's like, no, and we named him after your weird eccentric uncle Morgan. Yeah. They had a daughter named yeah. her Morgan. Yep. Fucking rad. Yeah. They, it was, I think subconsciously, and I said this to some people at work today. I said, I think subconsciously we knew all these things inside Endgame. Yep. Like we, we connected these dots that we're talking about now without really knowing it. Yep. But And they gave them to us. That that continuity between the movies makes it so familiar to our subconscious. Mm-hmm. So when we see things, it just feels right. Exactly. Because why wouldn't we? We've been conditioned for 10 years now that this is... This is how it's going to play out. Over 10 years. Iron Man was 2008. Yeah. Yeah, so, 11 years now. 11 years. 11 years, So we've been, we've been conditioned through the through the universe and through our experience of watching and rewatching these films. Mm-hmm. These little nuggets are planted, whether we realize it or not. So when we see something blooming in Endgame, it makes sense. Because, oh, yeah, well, that nugget was there from 29, 2009. Yeah. This is from 2011. Or this is from this. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's why you're just like, ooh, I feel good about everything. Like, it, it, the movie felt like a reward. It was basically like, thank you for watching all of these movies for the past 11 years. It was... There were so many feel good moments and so many hard emotional moments in that movie. Because mm-hmm. we were so attached to these characters. It felt like the finale of a really good TV show. There you go. Like when Steve Rogers is dancing with what's her name? Yeah, uh, Peggy. That was such a scene. Because you know how bad Steve Rogers has talked about her. For years. Since Ye- 2012. Yeah, years <laughs> we've been hearing him and like. Always keeping a picture of her, always thinking of her, always remorseful about it. And they made sure to give us hints throughout this movie because they didn't really like since Civil War. Civil War is when she died and they like had a funeral for her. We didn't really talk about her since then, although the only movie he was really in since then was Infinity War. So I guess that makes sense. But in this one, he has the compass with her face in it. We see it two or three times in the movie. He goes into her office and almost makes eye contact with her. And he's like, Fuck, I forgot she's still alive here. Right, yeah. Now see, that was me thinking they're just getting they're close they're as you said about Game of Thrones, they're tidying everybody up with the bow, mm-hmm. so they're just ready to go. Exactly. And that's why I kept thinking, Oh my god, Iron Man's gonna die here. Oh my god, Captain America's about to die. Yeah. Oh shit, like, they're their about stories to kill Thor. are done. Yeah. Yeah, like everything has been tidied up now. Yep. It's done. Fuck. Like, I expected Thor to do some kind of self-sacrifice. Like, this is who I'm supposed to do. Supposed yeah. to do to be who I am. Blah, and die. Like, I just thought it was, oh, fuck. It's over. Because I don't know the story. So, I just thought right. Endgame means it's the end of the game for the <laughs> Avengers. And this is it. So, I everybody come to the theater to see everybody die. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. That's why it just, oh, my God. So, that's why this, it was such a, such but a movie. I love how <laughs> even though the big ending of the movie was Iron Man sacrificing himself to save the world and he dies in the, the process. Galaxy. Yeah, the exactly the universe. Universe, yeah. Um and he sacrifices himself. They have a funeral for him. 
But then, like, there's a couple more wrap-up scenes, and the real finale is Steve dancing with Peggy. That was the that final was the shot real, of the movie. The real, the real thing, yeah. They dance, and they're both just smiling so hard. She's crying. And then they, yeah. they kiss. And, like, it's the second they kiss is when they go to black. Because that was the, also it, the first time they kissed. And it's a beautiful ending. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely And, like, the music keeps playing through the first few like seconds the of the credits. 40s, uh, like, yep. like, slow dance song. I've also listened to that song a couple times. That's a real song. And, like, each time I'm like, oh. It's so sweet. It's 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 a really sweet scene. It's yeah. a really sweet scene. I and mean, I'm glad they ended it on that versus and not like funeral. a funeral. Yeah. yeah, not the funeral of Iron Man. Um, which yeah, that blew me away. The funeral, just all of it. Just the aftermath of it all. Yeah, because I'm because you're thinking like, how does this end? And then he gets the gauntlet. And you're like, oh fuck! Like he gets it. Like when did you know that he was gonna die? Like the second you see him with the stones? Nope. Like uh, when it, after everybody gets dusted and it cuts back to him and he's like burnt to a crisp? Nope. Uh, when Spider-Man comes over to talk to him. Oh, okay. That's when I thought, no. Oh, he died. No. no. Like after the snap when Spider-Man comes over to talk to him. Yeah. He's yeah. like, hey, we won. We won, Mr. Stark. We did it. We did it. No, but he has like tears in his eyes. Yeah, that's why. Mr. Stark. Yeah, exactly. We won. That's, that's what I thought. Oh shit! They're killing Iron Man. Yep. <laughs> oh shit! Iron Man just killed himself. But you know what? I saw online that somebody made a good point out because I'm back on Reddit again. Mm. Somebody made a point <laughs> and said, uh, "Him, and I forget who else. They were the only ones who said something along the lines of like whatever it takes." Yeah, him and Cap. Him and Cap were the only ones who said whatever it takes. Yeah, and that explains why Cap stands against with a half broken shield against the, an entire army in Thanos. I. You know who? There's one more character who says whatever it takes. Black Widow. Yep, and they were saying they said it on Vormir, and they said those three are now gone from the MCU. Yeah, exactly. For and they goes back to the continuity is like holy shit, they went all the way back to a line. Yeah, and they put that into real life actors' contracts <laughs> of just okay, you're done after this movie, right? Once you say this line, we tear up your contract. Yeah, we're done. Like that's it. Whatever it takes, right, guys? Like yeah. that's that was it. And you saw the greatest sacrifice from those three. Uh, Cap gets a happy ending. Yeah, he does. Cap gets a he, happy He, like, honestly, like, I don't know the exact right way to say this, but he gets, like, a selfish ending for once. He's always the, the sac- most sacrificial. sacrificial guy. Like, he does he whatever it takes. But, like, he won. It's over. Peace. I'm war. going to retire and hang out with Peggy. And it's like, dude, do it, please. You've done enough. I think that's why it's so satisfying to see that. Because exactly. you know he's always the guy who's jumping on the grenade, who's exactly. willing to die for the mission. Exactly. Who sacrifice himself From for From Captain friend. America 1, he literally jumps on a grenade. That's why I said it, yeah. <laughs> so it's like he's always the guy in literal scenes of of saying, I will do this because, you know, at, at whatever, whatever it takes. Yeah. I'll do it for the greater good. Yep. And then you finally see him get that greater good for himself. And it's the just, scene oh, so when he's like suiting up to go put the stones back and uh, Sam is like, all right, see you in a minute. And he talks to Bucky and Bucky has that look in his eye. And Oh, because Bucky knew? Bucky knew. You think Bucky so? Bucky knew 100%. Dude, when you rewatch the movie, he like, Bucky has a little, like his eyes are wet and he says, I'm going to miss you. And uh, I did Steve pick up says, on that and I thought that's kind of weird. He's going to be back in five seconds. Yeah, that's what Steve I says everything's going to be okay. Uh, and what did he say? He goes, don't do anything stupid. How can I? You're taking all the stupid with you, which is a call back to Captain America 1. When uh, Bucky goes off to the war before Steve Rogers becomes Captain America, he's like, don't do anything stupid over there. Or no. 
Bucky says it to Steve. Don't do anything stupid. And then Steve says, how can I? You're taking all the stupid with you. Oh, fuck. I yeah. didn't know that one. <laughs> and then uh, they hug. Like, they embrace. And then when Cap, Cap gets on the, the stand, he looks over at Sam. And Sam's like, all right. See you soon. Yeah. And he looks over at Bucky. And Bucky just gives him a really slow nod. <sighs> that makes sense now. Because you know what I was thinking? I was thinking... Does Bucky is Bucky just afraid to see him go through the time thing? And yeah, that he what might it is? die or yeah, something. Like, yeah, I, no. just, I just thought he was worried for a second, and then he's like, "We'll bring you back in five seconds." And he, whoop. and the fact that I'm like, they really just got, like, is this gonna be the end? They're just gonna oh, five seconds later he brings back. Hey, I'm so glad we watched that. I thought it was just gonna be like if that scene were really what it was, and Cap wasn't gonna be staying there, it would have been like, "All right, we got to get those stones back." All right, I'll do it. And then they would have cut right there, but they wouldn't have had like this goodbye scene with Bucky. And then they wouldn't have gone and then counted to five and then brought him back and be like, oh, okay, he's back. And he goes away and goes five, four, three, two, one, comes back. And they're like, what's happening? Bucky immediately just turns away. <laughs> he goes, yep, knew it. Yeah. And he looks and he immediately looks to the bench on the lake. And, he sees and he's it, yeah. like not even surprised. He's like, oh, my God, there he is. <laughs> and I did think it was weird that he said, go ahead. Yeah. To uh, Sam. Sam? Yeah, because I didn't know it was Cap. Yeah. I thought, okay, maybe it's Cap's, like, father or something. Mm -hmm. Like, what the fuck is going on? I didn't really understand it. And then when Bucky said to Sam, you go ahead, I just thought, okay, so it has to be Cap. But why wouldn't Bucky go say hi to him and be like, hey, you're, you're back. What happened? Because I don't know this shit. So I thought I thought Bucky would be like, That was Dude, really surprising to me, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I, like, everybody thought Bucky was going to be the next Captain America. Because everybody knew Chris Evans' contract was ending. He wants out. Like, he loves the character, but he's like, dude, I'm done. I've done this. He's done it. He's played Captain America in one movie every year since 2011. Do you think he's just bored of the role, or? I think he's just done. He's like, there's not really anywhere else for this character to go. And I kind of agree. Like, he, they did kind of his whole real arc. I, I, yeah, you know what? I mean, before we move on to the people who are leaving the MCU, like him, Scarlett Johansson, mm -hmm. well, Scarlett's technically in for the origin, but uh, RDJ. And that scene, I still didn't get it until I realized, like, oh, I thought I heard somebody say once that there's multiple Captain America. I think it was my girlfriend, maybe, or somebody said, oh, there's multiple Captain Americas. Yeah. And I thought, really? Yeah. I multiple people just, have held the title. Yeah. I thought it was just, there can only be one Captain America. And they were like, well, like you said, no, it's a, it's a title. Yeah. There's only one guy who's genetically engineered with that kind of character, and that's the original Captain America. Right. But it gets passed along throughout the generations of superheroes and yep. so there's generations of superheroes the fuck <laughs> so i didn't I, I still didn't get it until bucky almost like you said like knowingly was like sam go ahead man this is for you this is for you and i think even sam was like i felt like sam sam was like what the fuck are you talking about yeah and he walks over to see who it is so and i think it makes sense too because like I wanted Bucky to be Captain America because I just think that would be cool. Like these old two buddies and war buddies and he has this redemption thing and becomes a winter soldier, but then they kind of snap him out of it. But like, that's still not him, you know? Like once he snapped out of it, we basically saw him snapped out of it in Infinity War and Endgame and he just shoots an assault rifle. Like that's his his character now. He's just a guy who's not crazy anymore who's been trained to be a really good like assassin fighter. With a powerful cyber... With a cyber arm. Yeah. But Sam is, like, a really good dude. And, like, he cares. And, like, he even says that to Cap, like, I'll try my best. And Cap says, that's why I gave it to you. Or something like yeah. that. Or I know you will. I or something will. like that. Yeah. 
also cool scene that we that you didn't mention is when S- Sam uh fucking wing spears and scoops out a heart of like some kind of monster <laughs> giant he, like hits him with the wings no the falls wings on the ground into, and then stabs yeah him the wings the... go like into the chest cavity <laughs> yeah this giant thing that was another thing in the theater like holy shit, shit. yeah like oh my god <laughs> yeah it was pretty brutal that was a brutal scene too awesome um but yeah that that ending was so it felt good but a part of me just thought like, I didn't want to say goodbye yeah. to the MCU I know. Yeah, I don't it was want bittersweet. to lose Iron Man. I don't want to lose Black Widow. I don't want to lose Captain mm-hmm. America. Um, MCU is going to be very different now. So, like, th- Sam Falcon is the leader of the Avengers now. Right. He's Captain America. Who, is the, who are the Avengers now? So, uh, it's basically him, Spider-Man. The Guardians are going off to do Guardian stuff again. With Thor. With Thor. Oh, I fucking can't wait for Guardians 3. There's a Guardians 3? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, that's the James Gunn oh, was fired yeah. and they hired him back yeah, to write right, it. Right. It got pushed back to, I think, 2021 is when it's coming out now. Um, that's a long time. It's two years. That's a long time. Yeah. But um, nec- we have Spider-Man this year. We have two movies next year and I think three movies. Three movies next year and three movies the year after or two movies next year and three the next that that's a good idea to keep it like lightly sprinkled. I feel two two to three movies is the typical. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, it's been eleven years, and there's twenty two or twenty. There's twenty three movies now, and there will oh, be twenty four so at the end sense. of this year. So like, but two point two movies is the. But back to right now, we have three. Um, Sam, Spider, Scarlet Witch, Bucky, Scarlet Witch. Yep. Uh, Hawkeye, if he Hawkeye? sticks around. Uh, Hawkeye's getting his own miniseries on Disney Plus. Okay. Uh, there's a show called Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Is it, is it with Jeremy Renner? I yeah. Oh uh, shit! Well, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you can't like f- only save Jeremy Renner for the fucking movie. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> and then have some cheaper version yeah, of Jeremy exactly. Renner. <laughs> exactly. It's like no, nah, fucking spend the Disney dollars on him. Uh, there's a so show called Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, right. yeah, like Bucky might as well stay. I guess he'll be part of the Avengers. Do you think he will be? Because he was pretty chill with staying with with Black Panther. Yeah, and that was that would be really cool if they did like the White Wolf storyline with him. And there is going to be a Black Panther two, Doctor Strange two, Guardians of the Galaxy three, Spider Man. There's going to be two and three. Tom Holland accidentally <laughs> leaked a while ago that there's going to be three of them. So we got a lot coming up. So and this, we have a lot of new ones coming up, which I don't know if you want to know about them necessarily. New ones, new Avengers, new like franchises. Like new, how like, so? How deep are they going into the comic books? Because I know the comic books are huge. Exactly. Like, like we've scratched the surface. <laughs> like Seriously? it's crazy. Yeah, I mean they've done a lot in the TV show. They did Daredevil, Punisher, uh, Iron Fist, Luke Cage. Isn't Jessica Deadpool Jones technically a Marvel guy? He is. Which they just got back, bought back from Fox. So they can do X-Men now. They can do Fantastic Four now. They could do Deadpool. I don't think anybody's going to touch Fantastic Four. I think that's the next one they're doing. I think that's like the Kryptonite of superhero There's too many movies. bad ones. <laughs> there's, it, there's, but you, you mean there hasn't been a it. good one? Yeah, Is exactly. that what you mean? Yeah, no, there hasn't been a good one. Um, there have been notoriously bad ones. <laughs> um, one of them, by the way, starring Chris Evans. I remember. And the other one starring uh, Michael B. Jordan. Both of them played the Human Torch, and both of them are now in the MCU. Yeah, yep. So I I don't see them touching that, but I mean they're they're gonna touch it. They're gonna touch it real hard. They're gonna touch everything. So what do you think of in in your in your opinion? 
the fact that RDJ is gone, Scarlett's gone. It's gonna and be different. Steve Rogers is gone. RDJ, RDJ being gone, and like Steve Rogers to an extent, like because their chemistry as characters and actors on screen since so even maybe before Civil War, ever since they met in Avengers, yeah, like, has been like the magnetic pull. RDJ has been like the backbone of the MCU. That's why yeah. it's gonna be so different. Like they're not gonna have him now. He, he, I think if you could boil down the MCU to like two things, one of them is Kevin Feige who just knows how to do it. Like they just found the right person who's like, I know what the fans want. I know what you need to do. Listen, we're going to make this, we got a 10 year plan. And at the end, it's going to be this movie called Avengers Endgame, which they probably didn't know about that for a long time. But like everybody who's ever been in any of these movies and who's still alive is going to be in this final movie. And it's going to be such a payoff. And it's going to be the biggest movie of all time. And like it kept getting closer and they kept like not shutting down. They're like, okay, we keep setting records. We believe you. (laughs) And then it fucking got to this point. He's definitely still around. I think he's not going anywhere, at least for a long time. They're probably going to throw a lot of money to keep him too. Probably. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you just keep increasing billions of dollars. You keep going up in markets. They made, he made Disney enough movie to buy Fox. (laughs) (laughs) Like, (laughs) I genuinely think it's like that and Star Wars. Yeah. Like Star Wars, they've made like three MCU level movies. Right. The MCU has made 23 MCU yeah. level movies. So who's the second person besides Kevin? And RDJ. Like he so. is, he has chemistry with the audience. Like he is yeah. just like. He's quippy. He's smart. Exactly. His character is really cool because he's so intelligent, but he, he's, yeah. he's. And he flawed. like drives the story in like every movie. Um. So, I, it's going to be weird without him. It's going to be weird without Cap, but he's the, the biggest one that's going to be weird without Now, him. do you think it's going to be weird in the sense that they're gonna like it's going to go down? I think viewership is going to go down. I think we're Because gonna, RDJ's gone? Yeah. I think we're going to start getting slightly lower budget movies. Because, like, do you want me to tell you some of the ones that are coming out next? Like, I don't know any superheroes besides... Okay, so the but the, besides the ones that are in the MCU, yeah, you could just start saying like so then, Goobly Glop and, and Mr. Squiggles is going to be <laughs> Spider Man is the next one, right? Which looks great, yeah. And then, are you doing a blackout for that one? I saw the first trailer, okay, with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yep, and I don't know who the fuck he. I thought he was Green Lantern. But uh, then nope. I was just, told that's not Green Lantern, and did, I was like, but he's did wearing. Somebody green. tell you who he is. You could say a name. I won't know who it is. You, you don't have to. Just in case. I'm not going to. Okay. Because I think his storyline is going to be very interesting. Me knowing who his character is, I think I know a little bit more than the director would want me to know. I can't tell if he's a good guy or a bad guy. Perfect. Because the way he <laughs> says something, he says something like, like, stay out of this kid or something, Spider-Man. I was like, so is he trying to be nice to protect him or is he warning him? I, I can't tell. I, so. I need you to do me a favor and do a media blackout for this movie. <laughs> yeah? Is it going to be that good? You, I think you holding on to that feeling will make the movie better for you than oh, how okay. I, what I know going into the movie. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll do it. I'll do it. So they're doing The Eternals, which is like I haven't heard about them until they announced the movie. Is that and, a TV show? Uh, no, it's the next movie. And so far it's starring Angelina Jolie. Wait, wait, wait. The MCU is having a movie called The Internals starring the Angelina e- Jolie. The Eternals. Eternals. Yeah, they they're eternal. They're Eternals. They cannot be killed. Starring and Angelina Jolie. Starring so far Angelina Jolie and Rob Madden, who is 
um, one of the main characters from Game of Thrones, who's I'm not gonna spoil Game of Thrones, even though okay. we've probably already for a while. Okay. But he uh, he's he's one of the the Starks, one of the main family members of Game okay. of Thrones. He's a really good actor, British. The Eternals are basically like the blurb that I read about them is like they can be destroyed down to like an atom and still be able to regenerate from that. So like they just have like regenerative powers. Oh, asterisk. I want to ask you about the Hulk's arm, but continue. Okay. <laughs> asterisk. I'm going to picture that floating in the air <laughs> so we can come back to it. Yes, please. Um, and then a movie called Shang-Chi, which is just a human who is a Kung Fu master. Dubs, ask me what superpowers he has. What's the superpower? None. <laughs> He's just really good at kung fu. So we. So, so that's Jackie the, Chan is uh, basically is, is we're getting MCU a Jackie character? Chan movie. I don't. It's definitely not going to be Jackie Chan because he's like a twenties, thirties okay. character. That's. But we're getting Spider Man, Eternals, Shang Chi, Guardians Two, Do- Guardians Three, Doctor Strange Two, Black Panther Two, and then beyond that, I don't think we know. I was going to say like what, what what's the long game? To just keep the cycle it, like, going? Like, exactly. What's next? Like, they're going to have to... There has to be another giant Marvel storyline that this all builds to. But it's got to take 10 years. Because people aren't going to be ready for another Endgame in four years. Like, you don't think so? No. I'm not emotionally invested <laughs> enough to do that again. Oh, true. True. But, like... And also that we don't care enough about the characters. There's nothing you could throw at me that would make me care as much about the characters as I did for Infinity War and Endgame. Mark Ruffalo is still in it, right? Uh, we don't know. We think so. Maybe he didn't so, have like a goodbye moment. No. So my my question is, you're right. So RDJ is kind of the selling point. But you yeah. know what's funny? I've always liked Iron Man the most. Mm-hmm. But you know what's? Spider Man is technically my favorite superhero of all time. Just mm-hmm. same. Um, yeah. Like he's just easily the most relatable for me when I was growing up. Exactly. So I, that's all right. Yeah. But. Iron Man was my favorite, I think, because of RDJ. Mm-hmm. You know, I love the idea that some guy is that smart and that cocky, but he's that capable. He's when he's po- right. Yeah, like you got to believe in him when his back's against the wall, and he becomes he is that capable of handling himself when he's in a cave in the desert. <laughs> yeah, um, it, or when he's on a planet, or when he's in a ship that he's never flown before. He's figuring it out and fixing the fuel. Yeah. Something about that's really cool that somebody who's just smart is able to keep doing stuff. Yep. But the thing that I really, that really changed for me with this movie was I became a big Captain America fan from this movie. Yeah. Because Captain America's character has always been forced, not forced, but just, it's very straightforward. Yeah. There's no layers to cap. Exactly. It's just like, (laughs) He's always the do-good guy. Justice. Like justice. Mm, yeah, exactly. The righteousness of America. Like, yeah, exactly. That, I mean, that's... Pretty, pretty one-dimensional. Yeah, so I never thought he was that... I, I, I could never really align with him the way I would with Tony Stark, mm-hmm. where he's layered, he has faults, he has weaknesses, he has a lot of fear and anxiety, he has a lot of... Uh, uh, what's the word? Um, Doubts. Arrogance. Yeah. You know, arrogance, but also not really. Like, he, he's confident to a point where he's arrogant, and then right the second he drops from the arrogance, he's back to being confident. He's almost always reliant on his on his uh, his intelligence. Yeah. So he always has that to fall back on. Mm-hmm. So it's weird in situations where, like in Iron Man 3, when he tells them to fucking, Here, this is my address, shoot me. 
and they do. Yeah. But then he figures out a way to get out of that and survive. And then he's fighting superhumans with like a skillet yeah. <laughs> and a fire extinguisher. Yeah. And he's figuring shit out on the fly because he knows just how things function. Yep. And he's smart. That's the part that's so like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, keep doing it. Keep, keep, keep getting, pulling through. Keep persevering. I saw that quality in Endgame with Captain America, which I know is ridiculous because you see that throughout his entire story arc. Yeah. But you saw nothing painted it more. You know what sold me the most was when his shield was getting cut in half. Yeah. As it was cutting down. And you saw him when he gets like, I think he got kicked through like rocks and then he's, you know, spitting up blood or whatever. And the f- building up to that beautiful wallpaper <laughs> landscape uh, shot. That scene is where I thought, come on, Cap, you're the fucking man. Just, just fucking, you're <laughs> fucking Captain America. Yeah. And that's why I think, I know there's probably comic book reasons and a lot of nerd and and, and actual storyline reasons why he's Captain America who leads. Cool. I'm, he's, is he the leader of the Avengers? Yeah. Yeah. So he leads the Avengers. But I didn't know that. So for me, the scene that accumulates from... Him getting broken down to nothing and him by himself still willing to just stand up and He's gotta just try. Say, yeah. Here, yeah, I, I gotta try. I have to do this is I have to whatever it takes to him saying assemble. Like that was like the fucking the whole like this giant thing. It's like, I don't know if you ever had this with somebody, but it's somebody you could have known for a long time in your life. A friend, a family member, something like that. And you don't know they have another level of something strength wise mm-hmm. whether it's fortitude constitution or just literal ability until you see all the cards are down and they have nothing left and then you think they're about to wilt or give up or mm-hmm. over it's over they're overwhelmed yep. they're done and all of a sudden they just go like fucking bring it like that kind of thing <laughs> where you just like wait a minute he did what holy shit i never knew he was he could do that like did he know how to do that? No, he just fucking slept two hours a night for a month straight and studied. And now he has a master's. Like shit, like that. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. holy fuck, seriously. That kind of thing applied in a much larger magnitude to something like Captain America. That's I, in that movie. I just went, fuck yeah, Captain. Yeah. <laughs> like, I still, I love the delivery of that line. Like he yeah, says, he, Avengers. Like yeah. he's calling everybody. Yeah. But then when he says assemble, he like the word it. is assemble. But what he means is fuck you, Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> Avengers. Yeah, he says it like a fuck assemble. you. Yeah, he says it like fuck you. That's basically what <laughs> yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. That's why it's so just boom. And then the music comes back and roaring like uh, middle crescendo. And we watched an IMAX. So like my seat was literally vibrating <laughs> <laughs> during that charge scene. It was so good. It was so good, oh. and like he's he's grown so much in Age of Ultron. There's a at the beginning when they're uh, they're fighting or whatever, and like language, yeah, language. <laughs> and then in this one, he turns the corner and sees old Captain America, and he goes, "You gotta be shitting me!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they yeah they fight. fight I could do this goes, all day. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so good because like he's just he's over himself. Like after that five yeah. years, he's like, yeah. just fuck all of this. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, oh my and that the the elevator scene. Oh, you, did you get like the callback to Winter, Winter Soldier? Soldier. The oh famous yeah, that was so scene? obvious when you walked in. I just went, this is basically Winter Soldier again. Are they just doing this again? I just, I, I was afraid they were gonna fight. I just thought, oh shit, are we gonna see this a fight scene again? No. Nope. Hail Hydra! Hail Hydra! <gasps> <laughs> and the guy's just like. Oh, and he's like, oh, really? Oh, and Captain. then you see him walk out with the case, and you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, he did it. Yeah. And then it pans up, and he just sparks. He's yeah, like, like, fucking idiots. Yeah, he's just <laughs> fucking. 
Instead of the old Cap, who never would have said that, be like, no, I can't say Hail Hydra. Like, it can't. Yeah. yeah. That's also a callbacks, and you wouldn't know this, but from the comics a couple of few years ago, there was a, a storyline that revealed that Cap was secretly a Hydra agent for like years, and people were fucking livid. They're like, what? Captain America was a Hydra agent? And I forget exactly what they did. They kind of retconned it, I think. Okay. But I remember my friends being livid. So <laughs> he was Cap- actually a bad guy? He he was a Hydra agent for some reason. I forget exactly why. I don't know enough about it to okay. like explain. Okay. Okay. Let's, because I remember the floaty asterisk. Hulk's arm. So Hulk, I thought, always regenerated because Hulk couldn't be killed. Right. So why is his arm in a cast? I don't know. Infinity Gauntlet. Six Infinity Stones. It's different. I don't know. <laughs> I really it's, don't know. And I don't know different. how they're going to do that. It's different. Did you notice like how skinny Thanos' arm was in the beginning? Like his arm was like shriveled up. Oh, like he had a like, big like, purple like the, Thanos yeah, arm. Yeah, like and the then OG his gauntlet Thanos, arm yeah. was like... And his like fingers were all contorted. Yeah. Also, I noticed this time when after Tony snapped, his fingers were like fucking shattered. Really? His fingers were all contorted and messed up. Oh, shit. Yuck. So why did... So that's what I don't understand is that I thought Hulk was a la Wolverine where it's like... I don't think he like regenerates, regenerates. Well, because I was told you could hit him. You could literally hit the Hulk with a nuke and he survives. Yeah. But he has to wear a sling. I don't got an answer for you on that one. But... Yeah, we'll see. His arm also looks skinnier, and he did not use the arm. Like, that arm is out of commission. Who, Thor? Uh, Hulk. Thor. Thanos or Hulk? Yeah. Like, when he was After fighting, that, yeah. there was a scene where um, Hawkeye was like, Cap, what do you want me to do with this thing? And he's like, get it as far away from here as possible. And it cuts to Hulk. He goes, no, we got to bring them back to exactly where they came from. It shows him smack a dude out of the, the way, and his other arm is just hanging down limp. And he's, like, punching people with his right his left arm, but yeah. his right arm is all shrivelly. So I wonder if he would just go back to human and then go back to Hulk if he'd be fine. Hmm. I wonder if he can go back to human. I wonder if his new thing is permanent. Also, when uh, Tilda Swinton knocked his soul out of his body, he was like fully clothed. Like he had a watch and sneakers yeah. on. And like, is, is that what his soul dress is like? I was going to say, or maybe that's what he was last wearing before yeah. he turned into the Hulk. Before he went into the, yeah. That would explain. That was a really cool scene. Him talking to Tilda, Tilda Swinton. Swinton. Yeah. That was so fucking cool. It was I, I a, love, so cool to see her come back. Yes, I love her character. Yeah. I love her character. Yeah. And then, like, the way they explain, like, if you take an Infinity Stone, it creates a separate timeline and yeah. blah, blah, blah. You, and you have to put it back. For this and this. Like, yeah. Shit changes everywhere. And that's when he gets the idea, okay, we have to go forward, use them, and then come back and put them exactly where we found them. So I'm assuming what Cap does when he goes back is literally he goes back in time to New York to that moment. He sees Hulk and Tilda Swinton talking. He's like hiding around a bush. And then uh, Hulk gets the stone, zaps away, and then he just walks up and he goes, here it is. <laughs> Here's it back. Um, I thought it was really cool that she, her and Doctor Strange. So Doctor Strange, the movie, I kind of didn't really get because it was very not only visually confusing yeah but it like it's hard to understand it's trying to, you're trying to understand the physics of time and it's they're trying, confusing it's confusing so and time and doctor strange work differently than it did in endgame by the way what do you mean like him using the time stone the time stone has different abilities than they were doing with actual time travel like the quantum mechanics of going back through uh ant-man's time machine 
like he he did that first scene where he changed time on the apple and like just it would get bitten and unbitten and then the dormammu scene where he kept repeating but like technically that dimension was like outside of time so like it kept repeating and dormammu didn't get that time was passing and repeating he just that it was stuck in this loop or whatever and then there was this scene where like they go to that sanctum and it was already destroyed and he has to rewind time and like things were happening backwards but like people can like snap themselves out of it but i think that's because that was like infinity stone time manipulation versus time travel Right, right. Yeah, time travel is, would be different going into time and then going in exactly. a spot to come like out of. Like the universe time yes, versus exactly. just objects exactly. in um, time. Uh, that moment when she goes, I was wrong about Strange. Yeah. When she was like, she he gave up the stone. Yeah. Like, and her entire demeanor changed. Yeah. She went from being this all-knowing, all-powerful being. And then she was like, be. hold on, what the fuck? Yeah, she went, wait, excuse me? Yeah. And then she went nope i fucked up like here take it <laughs> yeah she's like take it because that means i make a mistake in the future by giving it to dr strange but you know it's funny if you look at it from that no i don't i think you got it backwards i think she made a mistake by thinking it has to stay here or like we can never give it away because she says he was supposed to be the best of us so yes. dr strange is better than she ever was like he's more just and knowledgeable and like uh, like smarter, I guess. Like, and that was my second point. When it goes back to a Doctor Strange moment in the final battle, and he mm-hmm. goes, "If I tell you, it won't happen," because he knows. <laughs> he that means all the way back in Infinity War, he knew that this would all go down. Exactly. Which means he knew just everything that would have happened with the time. Oh, well, Ant Man's going to come back, and then he's going to meet up at the Avenger facility, and they're going to go through this thing and figure out this. Like he knew to like pause when giving Thanos the time stone to like get the exact second right so that when Ant-Man went into the quantum realm the snap would happen and he would get stuck because when he came out that's when he figured out time travel because five years had passed but it felt like five hours for him and he knew that it had to happen in a universe where that rat presses that series of buttons to wake up the time portal to bring him back so you think about it from that one line where he says if I tell you it won't happen and then you think this is all something he knows is going down. Exactly. He like, holy fuck. And he knows he just has to sit there and hold that water tornado. Yep. Just <laughs> no flood, no flood, no, no flood. flood, no flood, no flood, flood. <laughs> Which he probably saw like, okay, I can't let the place flood because we've gotten here in a couple other timelines, but when it floods, it doesn't happen or whatever. Yeah. And he also knows if I tell you it won't happen because if I tell you, you got to kill yourself. Yeah. You're probably not going to do it or whatever. Right. That's a, that's a heavy moment too. Yeah. And then that scene where it looks like everything's lost and Iron Man looks up at him and is like, dude, what the fuck? And Dr. Strange can't tell him anything, but he just holds up his finger. He says, this is the one. Because <laughs> there is like, tell me this, this is the one that happens if I tell you it won't happen but he just holds up the number one. Oh, is that what he meant by that? <laughs> yeah. I thought he was pointing I up. I thought he was pointing up. Yeah. I just thought, well, I thought Captain Marvel was already on scene at that point. No, it was, he was doing a one with his finger. Like this is the one out of 14,607,000 or whatever. Is that when Captain Marvel shows? Nope. That was after. Captain Marvel already fought Thanos for a while. Oh, so she, she was already there. Yeah. That, that was also that was a really cool scene. When Captain he headbutts her and she's just, like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> But then that's that's right after that scene with uh, Doctor Strange putting up his finger is after Thanos rips out the Power Stone and, and Power punches Stone her. punches her. And then he's uh, about to put it back in. 
Uh, and that's when Doctor Strange does the one. He's like, okay, buddy, get in there. <laughs> like, you can still save this. This is the one. And I think that's the exact moment where Iron Man figures out what he has to do. It's like, oh, fuck. And P.S. The second time and the third time I've seen it, I've looked so carefully to see how Iron Man gets the stones from him, and you can't see it at all. He's just grabbing his hand, and when it cuts away, he has him. Like, I wanted there to be some well, secret thing of, you, like, if his you see, suit. If you see the iron, if you, when you see Iron just putting it into his own, like, like his own suit, yeah, you see that it's, like, trying to cover it. I think what he did is that when he did it, the other, the actual gauntlet that's holding it just lets go of it. Oh. And he takes him into the... Because it's... Iron Man. It's tech. Iron Man's gauntlet. He's yeah. like holding it and saying, "Give me the stones. Give me the stones." Yeah. And the gauntlet goes, "Okay." Bloop, bloop, and like it puts him in, puts him through the fingers, puts him out. Tra- it's like a data migration. Yeah. It's a just a data migration in between the gauntlets because they're just grappling. Yep. And even especially if you put his hand on top, then you just go right through, go around, and then boop, 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 and yep. then it just has to reconfigure. Yeah. But um, the the second uh, Thanos snaps his fingers and it didn't work, he looks and the stones are gone, and it cuts to Iron Man. And the stones are coming up. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, he's gonna die. Because they talked about that th- so many times. You thought about that? Yeah, that's that's when I knew. I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna snap. Because Thanos looks at him, realizes that he can't do any do anything, and stands there. Which means that Iron Man's gonna get time to get his thing off. He's gonna snap or whatever. And they said multiple times it almost killed Thanos, and Thanos is fucking powerful. And Hulk was like, it can't be any of you. It has to be me. It was like I was made for it. Hulk almost dies doing this thing. And fucking 50-year-old dude in a suit <laughs> goes to do it. I'm like, there he goes. But I thought, so here's the thing. I didn't think that was going to happen because it was still like an Iron Man glove, just like the other glove. Yeah. But I like know. The I, other glove was like, Hulk was wearing the other glove. And he still got super duper fucked up. I thought that would just happen again. It would just like burn him. It would just fuck up his arm. But the the reason Hulk had to do the snap was because he's like made of gamma radiation. So it would affect him the least. They wouldn't even let Thor do it because they're like, it'll kill you. Oh, right. A, right. you're drunk. And B, you'll die. So we have to right. make Hulk do it. So Iron Man doing it. I'm like, because in fuck. reality, the stones are not supposed to be used this way. No, they're not. Like even... Um, in Guardians of the Galaxy 1, that chick grabs the Power Stone and explodes. Explodes, yeah. <laughs> and then in uh, Captain America 1, Red Skull grabs the Tesseract. And we thought for a while dies, but he really gets zooped up into space to go watch the Soul Stone for all eternity. Um, also, <laughs> so many people are speculating, like Cap has to go put yeah. all this time. He has to go talk to Red Skull again. <laughs> He's going to be like, dude, what's up? <laughs> I haven't seen you since 45. So... They, one of my friends at work mentioned that, and I and I said it's not really like a, it's a moment of probably they're not only are they in different places, but Red Skull is literally damned. Yeah, he's like, there for all eternity. It's it's a punishment. Yeah. So if Cap shows up, Red Skull is probably just gonna just be like, ah, Steve Rogers, daughter of, <laughs> or yeah. son of, blah 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 blah, <laughs> just like you're here to return the stone. Yeah, and I'm sure Captain, no, like. I'm sure he would figure it out, but he wouldn't be like, Red Skull, why are you here? I think you'd just be like, hey, yep. think <laughs> flicks yeah. back over to him. Maybe not flicks it, but yeah. he goes, but you know what I mean? I don't think it, it, I don't think it's this giant moment that people are thinking it is. Yeah. I think it's the fact that he's there to put it back. He's there to put it back. He understands that Red Skull is a dead. Yeah. Be damned for eternity. Yeah. And just understands just this is 
this is the situation. Yeah. Um, that one, like, I wonder how you put the soul stone back. Like Just you throw don't it over, but you throw, but it doesn't come from down there necessarily. Every time when Thanos did it and when Hawkeye did it, they, they make the sacrifice and then the, they wake up the, the big water. portal goes yeah. up and uh, supposedly sucks them up into space or whatever. And then they wake up in the water with it in their hands. So like, maybe he just literally, Oh, he's, Red Skull can't touch it. Can't touch it. Remember? He says, I lead others to that, to which I cannot possess. Yeah. He literally can't do anything. With yeah. It. It would be interesting. She probably was just, where do I put it? <laughs> just toss it off the edge. Okay. You, have to, you have to hit black widow with it. <laughs> just, okay. Bye. She, and like, Cap most definitely saw a dead Black Widow down there, by the way. Like, she's well, why? there. Well, no, because... Because he has to put them back at the exact second they were taken. So, he has to wait until... Uh... All right, and then Hawkeye gets it, and then, okay, now I can put it back. And then he has to go back to the Time Stone and wait but, until but, but, she gives but, it to but, Hulk but, but, and then but, but, give but, it back. Wait, wait, wait. If that's what he's doing, then there's two stones in each time. Yeah, briefly. Oh, he, right, because that person's going back, right. Okay. Because that person gets it and then goes to the future. Goes to a he time, comes right. from the future and gives it back. Right, that's a good point. Never mind, never mind. And what? then the ether, I guess he has to stick back into Jane. <laughs> he has to like pump it back up her butt or whatever. Who knows? Uh, and Anal then play. the power stone, I'm assuming he just puts it back in the ball. Which one goes into, back. yeah, which one goes to uh, nowhere? Nowhere they didn't go to nowhere because no they had a that's where one of the reality stones was in Infinity War because the that was the reality stone which came from right, Thor right, Dark right, World right, right. they get it out of Jane they store it in that weird thing and give it to the collector and that's why it ended up on nowhere but they went back even further to Dark World I gotta so watch that's Dark where World it was again taken. I never finished it you don't have to watch Dark World again because that movie sucks. Really? I definitely want to see it again just for like those scenes of like, oh my God, Thor and Rocket were right around the corner during this. I didn't mind. The only thing I minded the most was the amount of time they spent on Earth. Yeah. I just, it was boring. Yeah. It was just like, no, move That's on. That's why the, th- the first two Thor movies were boring. And the second one was like, Thor is a god from space. So we're going to do god from space stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they have him fight another god, Hela, and they have him go crazy space stuff with Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? The, oh, fuck. It was about, oh, God damn it. I was going to ask you a question. It was about the stones. It was about, uh, it was about another part of the fact that he had to return them. Tesseract. He had to go back to the seventies and put it back in the lab. Oh yeah, that's true. So he had to wait until Tony took it and started walking with his father. And then that's pop a hard mission. That, that's a really hard mission. He's to doing to it alone. <laughs> and what? Sam was like, I could come with you. And that's why Cap was like, No. Because I'm gonna stay. <laughs> well, why? Why would? He, why would they send him to do it alone? Uh, story. <laughs> like that's a suspension of disbelief thing. Or maybe they Who found knows? out that because it didn't really go that well when everybody was involved. Yeah. Like they got by, but it was sloppy and messy. Yeah. So I guess maybe that's why too. Uh, one of the things I'm most excited about was they made it very clear that if one of the stones leaves a timeline, it creates an alternate reality, and Loki took the Tesseract on yeah. their first run through. So they had to go back even further, but like they go back even further, they take the Tesseract, but then Steve puts it back. So that timeline still carries out to 2012 where the Avengers happen and Loki gets it and steals it. And they're making a Loki show. That's about him fucking with like events from history. 
I'm assuming he's going to use the Tesseract to do that, which is fucking rad. Like so American history? Yeah. Oh, just like world history. I don't know how he's going to be time traveling, but he can disguise himself and he can zoop, zoop, zoop. He has a space portal now. Hmm. So that's going to be cool. Right. Uh, no, the question was about, um, was it about nowhere? There's nowhere, Dark World, Time Stone, Soul Stone, Power Stone. They have to go back to Morag and put it into the, the Temple of the Power Stone with spikes with skeletons on the end of them coming out. <laughs> That was great too. That was that's from Indiana Jones. Oh yeah, I know. Spikes I know. with yeah, skeletons on them. I know. And he was like, "Have you seen any it's movies?" Be super booby trapped. <laughs> All right, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, okay, go. Ahead. All right, fine, fine. See what happens. That the, the whole Nebula storyline was so stressful to me when that first happened, and like you know that Thanos is watching her, and then like all right let's sync up zoop and he disappears and she's like frozen and then her i'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god they're gonna die they're gonna die (laughs) that was they did it so well yeah it's like thanos is right on their tails and then like she swaps and sneaks her way in and like she's the perfect person to do that with because she has like electronic parts in her brain so two of those existing in the same timeline would like fuck each other up they're getting like radio frequencies yes it's weird that it's weird that nobody thought about that yeah. Least on the on the Avengers side, nobody thought about that, but I, I guess it's and like yeah, the, like she mentioned it right when they got there. Oh, by the way, <laughs> Thanos is like on his way here. <laughs> P.S. Yeah. Um, also, something I noticed this watch through, I was like, so Gamora was literally just a bad guy until Guardians One when she just yeah gets arrested and whatever. But like she was working for Thanos. And she was working towards his goal. Well, she's Thanos' daughter. Right. Like adopted daughter. But in this movie, we find out she didn't really know what his goal was. Like the scene when, um, and like, I didn't really get that the first two times I watched about it because we knew what his goal was and they were talking about it kind of abstractly. But I realized the reason they were talking about it abstractly was Thanos didn't want to tell Gamora, oh, my plan is to kill half of all life in the universe. She would probably be like, peace. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Like, I thought she she was, like, helping him conquer a bunch of planets. And, like, the oh, the Infinity Stones have unlimited power. So he's going to he's gonna help the universe. That's his goal is to there's too many mouths, not enough food, or not enough to go around or whatever his line was from Infinity War. Yeah. But she says, he says, I accomplished my goal. And she goes, what did you accomplish? <laughs> or whatever. I forget exactly what the line was. But I'm oh, like, when they're watching, oh, like, when yeah. they're watching, like, one the of the scenes thing, it's, of what it's the scene where Thor kills him, uh, and he uh, he goes, it's the, the flashback scene where he goes, I used the stones to destroy my so- the stones. They served no purpose besides temptation, and the people in the room were freaking out. Like, what did you do? Yeah. What, you killed You killed everybody, whatever. Yeah. I forget exactly what the line was, but Kimura was like, um, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> uh, and he goes, I accomplished my goal. It's not something that I did. It's something, I forget exactly what it was, but I'm like, oh shit, Gamora didn't know, like, She's still kind of point. a good guy at that time. That's why it's so easy for her to flip. Yeah, and it's also weird how Thanos doesn't flinch when he gets killed. Yeah, he just watches. He just it's like he's and watching that's a story. Destiny fulfilled. Yeah, which I that, fucking love. Like I love Thanos. He's such a good bad guy. He's yeah, he's a good bad guy. He's a terrifying bad guy. He's terrifying. He's, he's and he's terrifying. like. I love the bad guys, and the Marvel movies have been killing it recently with the stories where it's like. 
I kind of get it. <laughs> like, uh, Killmonger and Black Panther is like, yeah, like, you guys have had it rough. Like, yeah. <laughs> you guys can definitely use some vibranium. Like, go, yeah. go get some for yeah. sure. Don't He's... kill everybody to get it. And, yeah, like, but don't like, start a war. You could probably get some. And then, like, Vulture and Spider-Man. It's like, you're trying to make a buck for your daughter. I get it, dude. Yeah. And then Thanos is like, your species was wiped out because nobody would listen to you saying we need to we need to have a population talk. So he's like, I'm never letting that happen again. I'm going to do it to the whole universe. It's like, you're definitely like crazed about this, but I get it. Yeah, I get it. It's that it's that uh, it's that meme where the dude's porn that like the the crevassier or whatever mm-hmm. he's pouring it and he's just like, oh fuck, and it's like when. The- <laughs> Bad guys low key making a lot of sense. Yeah, it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. I love that. Yeah, it it it's it it brings that whole like ooh, I shouldn't feel that aligned with this guy. Yeah, like, why do I feel so okay with what the bad guy's doing to a certain degree? Yeah, it's like ooh. instead but, of like I want to take over the world, I want to kill Iron Man. Yeah, and you, and you know what's awesome? It's awesome that. I never thought until Thanos literally says it when he does his, like, I'm actually a full-blown psychopath speech. Uh, when he says, <laughs> he says, I never, like, I never thought that of the repercussion of the snap. Yeah. Like, yeah, of course, life is cut in half. I never thought about the surviving half, what they do. Yeah. I as thought, long as there are those who remember what was, they'll never be able to uh, like appreciate, go, appreciate what I've given them or whatever. Exactly. And I just thought... It's like, oh, okay, you're crazy. <laughs> I just thought, oh... But then I thought, oh, he's he's right. This yeah, whole exactly. timeline is, beca- is, like, is turning into this because of that exact reason. And, like, I love the... There's one line from Captain America when he comes and Scarlet Witch is eating the peanut butter sandwich. He goes, you know, I saw a pot of whales coming over the bridge. And she's like, in the Hudson? Yeah, goes, yeah. Yeah, not as many ships, not as much pollution. The whales are coming back. He's trying to be positive. Yeah, and she's like, don't tell me about the silver lining. Like, that's Thanos' plan working. Yep. Like, that's a direct consequence of his plan going the way he said it would. Like, I'm sure people are eating just fine. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're also not throwing trash away or, or cleaning streets as well. But Yeah. <laughs> so it'll, kinda, it'll take some time. Kind of hard when the workforce is cut in half. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, it's it's... Also, that scene where it just showed New York is a fucking dumpster now. Yeah. Half the lights were off. Like, there's literally not yeah. enough people making electricity. Like, they really thought about that stuff. It was... It goes back to, like, that's... Like, uh, we were saying how the first three-fourths of this movie was just, like, a trauma movie. Just yeah. how do you deal with trauma slash Avengers heist. colon repercussions. Yeah, slash heist movie. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, exactly. But that's what, and then it turned into epic battle movie. Yeah. Uh, it's perfect. It had such a good three-act thing where it's like, act one, we lost... We killed him and it still doesn't feel good. Oh my god, everything's so fucking terrible. We need to we need to move on or we need and to And then Ant Man brings us into Act Two. Heist movie. Time heist. Like comedy. Which like, is funny because that's Ant Man's thing. What? Time? Like, th- no, that his character is about heist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's exactly. He's, he's trying to be a conniving guy who with plans yep. to to sneak and he around, steal and stuff. Things. He breaks into places. Yeah, yeah, that's his I, thing. I love that he calls it a time heist. <laughs> RDJ is like, you did not just call it a time heist or whatever. And then throughout the rest of the movie, like it says on every screen they're looking at, Operation Time Heist. <laughs> <laughs> like it is actually called that. Uh, dude, I loved Ant Man in this movie. It was one of my friend's only complaints about the movie. He just did not like Ant Man in this. He was he was hilarious. He but he was himself. 
he was himself and he like he came up with the idea that saved the universe that's what's so cool it's yeah. it's ant it's ant-man's story saved the universe yeah ant-man's entire character story yeah exactly is is, is <sighs> in the game it, it's end game's Dude, resolution okay, so I cry. I think I've counted five times every time I've watched the movie so far. Not okay. like cry, but no, like no, no, no. Tears, well tears. up tears. Oh, yeah, I, I had tears too. Um, Scenes. Tell me, tell me. Tell number me, tell one, me, tell me. a little bit. This is like a half a one is when Tony gets back on the ship and he he's just over and he just hugs Cap. Like that's the first time they're really? seeing each other from Civil War. He True. hugs Cap and um, he says, I lost the kid. And yeah. his like voice is cracked. Like I lost the kid. And he yeah. just goes, we all lost. And then he like is, is he's about to ask is Pepper okay? And she runs up and hugs him. Yeah. And like that like five seconds of just boom 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 sad 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 sad. Um, that that gets me a little bit. Um, when Ant Man sees his daughter and is just that in was, shock. That was my first tear up. Yeah. Because he still doesn't know that five years have passed. And by the way, she aged really fast for five years. She well, was like she seven like- maybe. So she would be 12 oh, or something, yeah, but she's true. clearly like 16, 17, yeah. whatever. But he hugs her and he's like, what the fuck is going yeah. on? And Holy then he's shit. just happy to see his daughter again. And he just goes, you're so big. Yeah, and exactly. Like, exactly. The, the way, way he, he says, says it. it yes. Is, uh, every time. Um, and then. And when, oh, side note, the facial expression that Paul Rudd does in that entire scene. Like 20 seconds. Shock. Of, shock like like i don't know what the fuck's going on then just overwhelming emotion of just i'm so grateful that she's here love and like yeah i'm never gonna let go of this and again. then it all wraps up with okay like like uh you're my daughter hey you're my daughter how you're, you been you you, you you you're really big now just, and then she's also glad to see him because she he's confused she's, for her he's been gone for dead. five years yeah he's, he's, he's dead his dead. name is on the memorial yeah um there's when Spider-Man is like, do you remember when we were in space? And he like gives him the hug. Like he just, I I can't hear what Tony says. I, I think he just says, come here. And like, he gives him a hug and Peter goes, Oh, th- this is nice. <laughs> <laughs> that one gets me every time. Obviously when, when Peter is talking to Tony at the end yeah. and like pepper talking to him, like that's like a one, two punch. Yeah. <laughs> um, when the, but the one that gets me the hardest every time is when Peter goes back to school and does a secret handshake with Ned and like they, they just can't believe that they're seeing each other again and they both have like tears in their eyes and they're like they're doing the same handshake that we've seen them do like three times in the Spider-Man movie and then they just hug and Ned the, the actor who plays Ned is what does this for me he hugs and just starts bawling <laughs> and I it hits me so hard really? every time yeah because that's like your best friend though right, man true true also but also net the the way they did net is awesome yeah because it's it's so organic of a of a best friendship like, exactly it, it just it's makes sense two dorks yeah exactly <laughs> um i teared up at uh when did i i tear up um i teared up when the hammer came back the first time into cap's hand <laughs> and i said oh shit like like I that just, overwhelming tears overwhel- yeah it was overwhelming like oh Fuck! It just I can't believe I just I'm seeing this. Yeah, I can't believe that this moment is happening for yeah. for this guy. And that's what I thought. And then the fucking like you said, this crazy hammer shield kung fu went down. And I just went, oh my god! Just <laughs> I just had, coming and crying. Yeah, exactly. So I teared up at that. 
Uh, I teared up at the assemble. Yeah, like, I was I, the the portal scene when you keep not the assemble, but like people just keep coming out. I started kind of. But it wasn't until the music was swelling, and then everybody was lining up, and then everybody was gearing up, and then he calls the hammer and he catches it, and then when he's and then it gets quiet and he said that moment is still to me the most like powerful just moment for me. <laughs> just yeah, exactly. I like gasped when he said it, and yeah, and Avengers Assemble. That is that his catchphrase? Absolutely. Yeah, see, so that's I, like the Avengers catchphrase. See, I, I didn't know that. So and he hasn't said fully once. Once in eleven and he's years. He's tried I think three or four times. The Avengers Age of Ultron he tries it yeah ends with him saying Avengers and it cuts to black so like he says it but we don't get to hear yeah. him say it yeah and they build it up for this one moment yeah and oh my god the release of this one moment exactly and I remember like cause I don't even for me that's not even a thing of as a fan oh he said it he said it he said it it was just the way they put it all together it was that together. scene Yes. And like for me, it was that scene and also he said it, he said it, he said it. <laughs> so that had to be really good. And it was just like <laughs> <laughs> And then then when they go off the charge. I was I, I was tearing up at that because I was I can't believe this is a scene that's happening in this I never thought that I would see a scene of this magnitude in a movie. Yeah. So I'm just going, this is like Helm's Deep times five times over yeah. somehow in one shot and i don't know how they're doing it um and this shot cost 50 million dollars yeah exactly oh uh, i was tearing up when cap like tightens the strap and yeah. he just like grits and he's just yeah. fuck, like fucking all right that's such a dubs thing <laughs> to like hit you so hard dude i was like Ugh. i just wanted to like just, just oh fucking. another one that gets me i mentioned this one earlier when the building crashes and they're all underwater and blah 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 and rocket goes i can't breathe i can't yeah, breathe i was crying just because i was like panicking i'm like bradley cooper get him out of there yeah sold it like real sold bad it so hard and then oh also right when the water's coming up and he's hyperventilating he's like, he <laughs> go, no he's crying oh <laughs> roadie okay. says i'll see you on the other side man which i can't believe that fucking james roadie the air force pilot says I'll see you on the other side, well, man, to a fucking raccoon from space. <laughs> but he goes, I'll see you on the other side, man. He goes, uh, uh. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. God yeah, exactly. This. I was like, don't kill them like this. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. So, Dude, so good. Yeah, that was good. But, yeah, the uh, hammer scene, assemble, the charge, uh, the tightening of the shield. Mm -hmm. um, I oh, The amount of times I, like, couldn't understand. Like, I, I understood it, but just... Like my body didn't wasn't expecting this type of hit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you've ever been like, oh yeah, you know when you just bang your shit against something. Yeah. <laughs> like how the fuck did that? Yeah. and like feel so hard like that, like <laughs> that. But instead of ow, it was just whoa. It's just that. <laughs> I've never felt so much whoa before at once. Yes, it was that yeah. for basically every fight part that you like you were like Drax doing this and, yeah exactly and Quill Peter just Quill doing this beat after beat after beat yeah after and I, just, beat. I was just like oh my god oh <laughs> holy fuck oh shit it was basically like each MCU movie has that moment where it's like oh there's the cool thing that yeah. that character does this one did them all in fucking 10 minutes <laughs> yeah it was just scene after scene after scene and after it scene. flowed so well in yes. like just so pretty much all of the fight scene at the end right after assemble until like the end of the movie was basically just a i'll count as one tier one, one tier event so that was it was like the overwhelming tier when yes. i said i cried multiple I've types only of had, tears i only had overwhelming tears throughout the film i didn't okay. really get like i had the upset tears. the i had the the upset tears when specifically when pepper says you can rest now and he 
the the light goes off and then she starts sobbing that's when it gets me because it wasn't so much he's dead she's sad like that doesn't really affect me but the fact that like he did it he knows what he did he knows he did this and he's going to die from it and he his only words by the way after i am iron man was hey pep he doesn't say anything to Rhodey. he doesn't say anything to spider-man uh and he just says hey pep and then like he does it his light goes off and then she's like trying to hold it together and she's smiling the whole time and like she has tears in her eyes but she's like you did it we're gonna be okay you can rest now and his light goes off and she starts bawling yeah and i'm like oh my god she held it together for him so his last moments will just be of her smiling fuck the uh the cheeseburger Yep, that and line. you get that that was a reference yeah, to from, yeah from the first Iron Man. That was that was a, like a, a a reference squared because the fact that his first meal back after he gets to America and he gets Burger an King American cheeseburger an American I I need an American cheeseburger and he goes to Burger King specifically which you'd think like oh my god he's in California go to In and Out or yeah, something exactly but Robert Downey Jr. like his upswing was like Iron Man but his personal upswing was there's this interview that he did that the reason they went to Burger King specifically in Iron Man 1 was because he was like, he, his story was like, I was driving around with a kilo of Coke in my trunk and I was just thinking like, what the fuck am I doing? And I go to Burger King and I get like the, just the worst, most unappetizing looking burger. And I just had this big soda and I'm like, what am I doing here? And he threw them both out the window, threw uh, like ditched the Coke and like he was like, that's it, I'm done. And uh, he started turning his life around. So the Burger King was like a nod to Burger King. To that, like, to that moment of when he did that. It was so bad <laughs> that it changed his life. <laughs> <laughs> and then the fucking... Then Iron Man, he's sitting down at hungry? the podium with it, and he's got a cast yeah. on or a sling, and he's like... Cheeseburgers. <sighs> yeah, and he's eating it. Um, that will get you all the cheeseburgers you want. Yeah, kid. I'll get you all the cheeseburgers you want. Like that was, <laughs> and then it's like, oh my god, he was the driver and the director. He's been there since number one in two thousand eight, exactly. and it's just like, oh, like that was probably the only non just like intensity tear moment I had. Yeah, just like a gut punch. Oh, actually, no. You know what? That started a little bit. Like I was like, oh man. You know what really did it? Seeing uh, Peggy and Rogers smile at each other. Mm. That was a. Wow, they did it. Or like Do like happy tears. That uh yeah, it was like sad to just like relief. Just mm-hmm. Okay. That's you know, why because, that's why that scene was perfect to put at the end. Because yeah. after that fucking roller coaster ride, <laughs> that's the only scene where you're really like <sighs> like they showed Clint meeting his family again. They showed Scott watching the fireworks with uh his daughter and what's her face, Wasp. And then like they showed all these people. But like that scene for that character is like because they've been forced apart since the end of the first Captain America movie. For each other, too. Yeah. And, like, we oh. see that when he goes back. He went in the ice in 45. Right. He goes back into her office in the yeah. 70s, and she still has the photo of him on the yeah. desk. Yeah. So, like, you could tell that that was mutual, that, like, love. Yeah. yeah. And it was a photo of skinny Steve Rogers. Yep. So, like, she was, like, legit into it for him. No. Not like big buff, sexy Chris Evans, hunky body. Ooh, hunky body. Yeah, exactly. It it was in the funeral. By the way, I can't believe they like the final action sequence. Obviously, there are a bunch of like shots that were superimposed on top of each other to make this look so awesome and blah 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 Hollywood magic. They weren't didn't have Giant Man and Hulk and Drax in the same room. Obviously, so like it was a bunch of things shot together. But there were definitely some scenes. The uh, the Avengers assemble scene, that was one shot. 
like with all the not the armies but like all the characters that you know like the avengers themselves they were all in the same room for one day <laughs> uh and there's a bunch of like behind the scenes footage of like chris evans secretly yeah, <laughs> secretly filming the uh yeah but the the funeral scene they legit had all of those people there put on a black suit and just stand there and like this panning shot like uh, that fucking the amount of <laughs> one of my friends at work told me uh the lone kid yeah is the kid from Iron Man three? Yep, Harley. Who he, yeah, who he uh, like just gave a, a whole bunch of Stark technology yep. to, to be which able to work with. Everybody thought, and because of that, still thinks that he's going to be Iron Lad, which is like a they do like a Young Avengers, which is I think led by Spider Man. Uh, and there's Iron Lad, there's Hawkeye's protege, who I forget what her name is, um, but like there's a bunch of like younger teenager characters. So like the fact that he was in there, like. All right, yeah, let's see more of him. He was cool. But I thought, see, it could be that or it could be it was just it was the send-off of a character that they started you, the franchise with. All these lives that, like, affected, were affected by Iron Man. But the, wasn't Iron Man the very first MCU? Yeah. Yeah, so it was the OG that they were putting a, 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 a they were closing the book on. Exactly. I think that's also what this and was. The, I love that the last person they showed was Nick Fury, the person Why? who, like, story-wise brought them all together. Really? Is that why like, you liked it? I think so. Nick Fury is like the one that turned it from Iron Man and Thor and Hulk to and Avengers. Captain America to Avengers. That's a good point. And like he's really the point. one at the very end of Iron Man 1. I'd like to talk to you about a, an initiative that we're working on or whatever. Yeah. Or I'd like to talk to you about the Avengers the initiative. Avengers initiative. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was that's a very good point. I never thought about that. I and just like, thought it was I thought I just thought it was cool that they like Oh yeah, by the way, don't forget Fury's back because I'm No, but I think there's a very specific choice. Like the first people was Pepper Potts and then Rhodey and Happy, like okay. his two best friends, and then Steve and then Thor and then Spider-Man and Aunt May. So like it's in order of most important to getting less and less important and then like near the back is like Hawkeye and his family and the uh Guardians and then like Captain the, Marvel. Yeah, Captain Marvel is like way back there. She's she's right next to Nick. She yeah, she's, she's with standing Nick. on the stairs, looking fresh in her suit. Yeah, <laughs> um, but then Nick is at the the very end. Yeah, so good. that makes sense. I loved the uh, proof that this is proof that Tony Stark has a heart. I knew that was going to be in the movie somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> I knew going into the movie, I had a very strong feeling that Cap and Iron Man and maybe Thor, like at least one of them was going to die. Maybe two of them would die. One of them might leave. Like two, two of them are getting written out of the story, either by death or by some other means. And I had a hunch that it would be Cap going back to the past to stay with Peggy because, like everybody, it wasn't confirmed that there was time travel in the movie, but it was heavily implied. Like, okay, Scott is stuck in the quantum realm. The last thing anybody says to him is uh, Michelle Pfeiffer saying, "Don't stay in there too long. You'll get stuck in a time loop." So, ding, 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 time. Uh, Thanos wow. snaps his fingers. There's obviously going to be some time travel because how can you undo that? So we knew there was going to be time travel. Well, I thought they were oh, going to shit. If uh, Steve is time traveling, he's going to want to go back to see Peggy and stay there. So wow. That, so you really went deep on this. I none of that was in my. It's like when they went to Thanos at the beginning of the movie. I just went, okay, they're gonna. It's gonna be <laughs> two hours of a fight. Yeah, I'm trying to get the stones back. I literally thought it was gonna be like this massive two-hour battle of a. Nope. Did you like that? It wasn't. Now that the movie's over, yeah, yeah. When the movie was happening, I was I was actually kind of just like, "That's it, <laughs> it's over now." Yeah, but then I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, "So he's dead, the stones are gone, everybody's sad, and there's two and a half hours left in the movie." <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, so I did think just once, once Thor. So I thought they were gonna release him, and just be mm. like disgusted and just be like, oh, "Screw you, dude!" Like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, just like all this other shit, and then just excuse me, and then just like Thanos should be just saying something. Either he would be smug and just yes, I, I'm, I am inevitable, or something like that, um, or he, he would be remorseful and just be like. I can't undo what I've already done. Like, I'm what sorry. I, like, what have I done? You know, it's like something yeah, along nope. those lines. And then Thor cut his head off. And so <laughs> I was thinking, okay, well, that's done with. And then I thought it was really cool again that I got to experience. And that's immediately what it, like, I already had that feeling when RDJ meets up with everybody back on Earth, mm-hmm. especially when he starts flipping out on Cap. I, I just thought. That. Oh, they're acting like yeah. they're, like they're they're being told to get into the emotional part of an MCU movie, which you don't really see. The emotional parts you usually see are just the apex of a big moment for a battle yeah. or a big moment for maybe a character arc. Mm-hmm. But even then, they're not that big. Think about like when uh, Loki and uh, Thor find out they have a sister and their father dies. Mm-hmm. That should be a huge emotional acting deep heavy moment but it's like a it quickly switches over to just oh shit here she is cool and now they're in space <laughs> yeah so <laughs> I, I thought it was really cool because i was thinking as it was happening as like as tony stark starts freaking out more and more mm-hmm. it's like yeah it didn't really work then did it huh yeah no if we because it's because we fucking failed like when he was getting all like worked up on it and his was, like california accent started to come out a little bit <laughs> i don't yeah. know if you noticed that but he's like we lost and you weren't there <laughs> no i didn't pick up on that but um but i mean he lives in malibu so yeah exactly tony stark is californian but and like j- he was just enraged so like <laughs> yeah and it was just it was ugh, i was feeling really happy that i was oh man like yes i get to see We're seeing the chops <laughs> yeah it's just it all of a sudden it became a movie i can appreciate for what because I, I always and i've always said this like they hire such capable performers like these are not little side piece who knows exactly like no these are all they benedict cumberbatch in this like like yeah like they had so many big names benedict cumberbatch had one line in this movie yes he did i didn't realize that until this viewing he says if i tell you what happens it won't happen that is the only thing he says in the movie prove me wrong yep (laughs) yeah no it's it's regardless of of his performance it's just it was cool when i realized and i settled especially with the diner scene with the hulk it turned into this isn't going to be a standard MCU movie. Yeah. I this went, is different. This is going to be different. It's raining. I was thinking, <laughs> it is raining. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, oh, it's going to be different. And that's when I just suddenly just went, this is fucking cool now. Yeah. Because like, and then it switched to like Scarlett Johansson eating PB&J with tears in her eyes. And I just yeah. went, this is hitting me. Not, you know, I didn't think this movie would hit me like this because I didn't think they would go here. Yeah. And just say, hey. Guys, we're gonna deal with grief and trauma for the next uh, hour and a half. It's just, and then it, then an hour after that, it's gonna be a time heist, and then the final forty-five minutes, epic battle shit. Cool. Yeah, which I'm so glad they did, by the way. Like did what the time they, heist? They, no, they focused on like the, the aftermath of Thanos. Like they really did. They, it wasn't like just a brush off. Five years later, it's like oh, somebody's eating alone in a diner, and then they just move on. I'm like, sad. Yeah, it was like they they had that big panning shot of New York, which was perfect. Like you, you heard crows first of all, which is weird to hear a bird in New York yeah. instead of just a million horns going yeah. off at once. Like they're not all the ships were parked around the Statue of Liberty because there's fucking nowhere else to park them. Yep. Um, like everything was filthy, and then like the oh we haven't talked about this yet. How long have we been recording for? Okay, by keep way? going. Whatever this this episode is as long as this, Endgame. Is, spo- <laughs> this is a spoiler cast. Um. 
the therapy session scene, the group therapy yeah. with the first openly gay character in the MCU. Did you catch that? Yeah, the stranger who was on a date with a guy. Yeah. Did you know who that actor was, by the way? He looked familiar. That was Joe Russo, who is one of the uh, directors of the movie. Seriously? Yep. And Hawkeye's daughter and one of the girls from the Hulk diner scene were his daughters in real life. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really so cool. Hawkeye's daughter was played by one of the director's daughter. The gay guy was played by the, that director. And then his other daughter was one who wants to get a photo with Ant-Man, which I loved. I love that they said, God damn. And <laughs> he goes, take the goddamn phone. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, the yeah, the, that was, yeah, that was cool. That yeah, they no, were just like, here's a gay guy. Well, it's just like, that's life. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, there's, there's gay people. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, it, just, it just went on, which makes sense. But the, the part that I liked that they sold a lot of was when Cap and uh, Black Widow were talking mm-hmm. and he's just like, we got to move on. Right. And she's just like, I have nothing else to move on to. Like, this, this is, is all I have. Yeah. This, like that was hitting hard. I was just like, holy. And then it gets broken up by Ant-Man. And that was. <laughs> Which you were dying. <laughs> hey, we met at Germany. I, I got real big. I was yeah. wearing a mask. You probably didn't recognize me. Yeah, exactly. Ant- Ant-Man, I know you know that. Yeah. I know. You know Ant-Man. You got to know Ant-Man. <laughs> I'm so glad you didn't see the trailers. Because that was in the first trailer and like the second trailer. So like that joke was already done to me. Like, oh, see, to me, nope. That it was, happened in the theater. I'm like, that was oh, like, yeah, I that's heard a the little joke. voice. You hear the little voice in the intercom, like, it's me. Uh, you probably don't know me, or you should uh, remember I was, me. I was wearing a helmet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was. And I don't like. I don't. I'm not the biggest fan of an Ant Man movie mm-hmm. with Ant Man by himself. Right. But when you take that character, Ant Man, and put him in a super hardcore, serious, militaristic environment like the Avengers, yeah, it's hilarious because he's he such a normal. Fit. He's such a normal guy. <laughs> yeah. He's such a non-military guy, and it's perfectly shown by that scene when Thor is explaining the ether, and yeah. he's just. He, like he's gleaming at him yeah, and everyone like, else is like what the fuck is Thor on about <laughs> and he's just like this is so cool oh that's awesome yeah exactly <laughs> that, that yeah that's why it works yeah it almost works like the perfect like if it was a mix it's the perfect amount of spice of Ant-Man yep it was exactly. the perfect amount it wasn't exactly. annoying it wasn't overbearing it was enough to like be part of the story a major part if not the story of yeah of he like kicked off the story yeah he saves the universe essentially but like that not only just that arc but the way he gets thrown into it with the humor of guardians of the galaxy style which is almost like the sarcastic cold humor yeah because they're used to some crazy shit in space people pirates dying salvaging wrecks it's very different than i can't wait to see thor i i want to put a pin in thor real quick but okay. um, also, last thing with the the Ant-Man? group therapy scene. Oh yeah, the old bald guy who's like running the therapy session or whatever. Do you remember that guy? Um, it's ba- the three people who talk are mm-hmm. the Joe Russo, Captain America, and the guy who's like running the session. And he's like, "That's great. You took the first step." Blah blah blah. Whatever. That is fun fact. Jim Starlin, who created Thanos for the comics, he was the guy who like invented Thanos. So they put him in the movie, which I think was pretty cool. Just Easter eggs everywhere. And like uh, another cool cool Easter egg was when they uh, go back to 1970 and they go into Hank Pym's office and he like picks up the phone and it's like panning across his desk. All that stuff. Do you notice that big silver helmet with the antenna on it? That is from the comics. The first Ant-Man helmet. Like really? That's exactly what it looks like. 
chrome ugly as hell has these big pincers and huge dumb I, I just thought it was just the prototype for the and, and, and it was that's like the one that he originally wore but yeah and then like the modern ant-man is the one that looks like scott lang right right that was that was cool that was um pin and thor pin and thor do it i i loved him my first thought seeing the movie and scammon and i randomly saw it at the the same time but at different theaters and we figured that out like earlier that day so we were like okay we're gonna text about it while the credits are rolling or whatever and we were both like scammon said fat thor is my spirit animal <laughs> and <laughs> i said i'm so glad i could cosplay as someone from the mcu now <laughs> but i loved him i love the way he looked i love the way he acted it was just a little bit over the top but what do you mean he was like too he was too goofy far gone yeah too goofy drunk and like like literally one too many fat jokes like the eat a salad i liked because that's his mom just trying to care for him the what's what's flowing what do you think is flowing through my veins right now and then uh roadie says cheese whiz it's like relax we're having a serious conversation don't make a fat joke high school yeah exactly um, and like Thor was crying during that scene. He's like, just let me do something. What do you think is flowing through my van? Cheese whiz. Yeah. It's like, dude, relax. But Chris Hemsworth. So Thor one, Thor two, mega. And Avengers, he was fine. Avengers two, I think he was really good. Thor Ragnarok, he was amazing. And in Infinity War and Endgame, he was like amazing in my opinion. So like he's really switched and it's because Chris Hemsworth hates the way that Thor was originally supposed to be portrayed. Like this Shakespearean, like blah, blah, blah. Like, like an actual god. And a god who like speaks in like a ye old way of talking and stuff like that. And like he slowly kind of starts to break out of it a little bit. Like in uh, Avengers 2 when they're just having that scene and they're, they're talking around the tables. Who could lift my hammer or whatever. And he was still like that old type of Thor. But with Taika Waititi, the guy, the director who directed Ragnarok, he was like, they like they had this conversation. There's this interview with Chris Hemsworth. He's like, please let me do like what I want to do with Thor. Like this is what I want to do. And Taika was like, yeah, that sounds great. Like that's gonna mix perfectly with the story. And they kept that thread going through Infinity War. He was like more emotional, and he spoke like a human. Like he dropped the old kind of. He was like. I've slayed thousands of enemies, all who wish they could have killed me instead. Exactly. Yeah. But, like, it's, like, I, like I just feel like it would have been, all those lines would have been delivered differently. And then in Endgame, we've seen him go full-blown, like, he is not Shakespearean Thor anymore. Yeah, it, you know what it is? It's, it's, and they kind of, they ha- they actually mentioned this arc when he has this conversation with his mother. He's He's been portrayed, and he's been trying to fulfill the role, even when in Thor 1, He's been trying to be groomed to be a king. Exactly. And like, he's instead he's son of Odenheim instead of yeah. being the ruler of Asgard. So if you look at the uh, at Odin, Odin is that guy. Exactly. And it's almost and Thor is trying to be that guy. Yeah, but in reality he's not that guy. Exactly. He loves getting he, they showed it in the first Thor movie. He loves partying. He loves getting drunk. He loves exactly. eating like a motherfucker. He drinks that huge thing of beer. Yeah. I like this. Give me another. Yeah. Exactly. He he's that's really who he is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's so it's uh but i think that also mirrors chris hemsworth where it's like stop trying to play who we're telling you to play be like make thor who you want thor to be yes they align to be perfect the 
that somehow just became a perfect little exactly. like, alignment. There. Chris Hemsworth and Thor are the same person. Yeah. And like that version of Thor, by the way, that we saw in Endgame doesn't really exist in the comics. There was like a fat, it was a, I think his name was War Thor or something where he was just like a, he was mostly enraged and he like gained weight or whatever. And he had a big beard and long hair and whatever. I, but I'm so excited to see where that goes. Like, funny, emotional Thor. Like, oh, the other, the last scene, because I think I only listed four scenes that make me cry. But okay. the fifth one is uh, when he's talking to his mom and he's like trying to hide himself. He's like, oh shit, I got caught. And she's like, the future hasn't been kind to you. And goes, I never said I was from the future. And she's like, I was raised by witches, boy. You know, I see with more than just eyes. And he goes, totally from the future <laughs> and then he goes i really need to talk to you mom and like that's i really need to talk to you mom said by thor just, yeah yeah dude just let it out like i just wanted to hug him <laughs> but you know what's weird that goes back to what you just said about not only chris hemsworth wanting to portray thor a certain way but that portrays in the story arc of thor being broken down from a groomed king mm -hmm. to being a, a a banished and failed warrior to being now back to son of Odenheim, yeah. to being the former ruler of Asgard who led his people to death and destruction by running to Thanos. And he lost everyone. It's, that scene in Infinity War, he's like, my dad's dead. My mom was stabbed by a dark elf. My best friend just got stabbed by a heart. I, I killed my sister. Like, yeah, I, kill, I killed yeah. my sister. Yeah, like so like, like it's almost like the accumulation of him psychologically getting beaten down by the fact that just... I can't, and that's what the speech was, right? Remember, his mom was saying, "Stop trying to be who you think you're supposed to be, yeah, and just be you, yeah." Because trying to be this thing that you're, you're you think you're supposed to be, you're supposed to be a king, a ruler, a leader of the people, the savior of your of your civilization. Mm -hmm. That's maybe that's not who you are, and that's fine. And I love how he handed it off to Valkyrie. He's like, "This is you," which like I didn't really see her as that, but like it the makes fact, more sense. The fact that he handed it off, and she's like at least got part of a head on her shoulders she was a raging alcoholic and uh ragnarok but, but before that she wasn't she a leader of the Valkyries? I th she was i think the leader of the Valkyries. yeah so it's or, like she has a similar arc that that uh yeah that uh thor went through but yeah. she's much more organized and militaristic i think than he is because he's yep. just he's even when he was in fights he was just no i just want to fight give me your biggest brute yeah exactly like, no and that's like not how um, you should fight <laughs> in like when we see her like on the docks in Endgame when Hulk was like angry girl blah 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 but um she's like doing shit she's getting shit done she's like telling people where to go and she's like lifting boxes herself so I, I'm I'm glad with that yeah. also another easter egg uh slash reference to Captain America 1 new Asgard yeah. it said now entering new Asgard and then please in, drive slowly please drive slowly and then in uh Norwegian it says yeah. now entering Tonsberg Norway uh, Tonsberg is where Odin originally fought the Frost Giants and hid the Tesseract in a, a in church. Norway? Yeah, in Norway. And then um, in Captain America 1, Red Skull gets the Tesseract from a church in Tonsberg, Norway. And that church is visible on screen when they like say now entering Tonsberg, Norway. And then it shows the above shot from like the you see the town yeah, and the church yeah. and everything like that. That's the church that Red Skull got the Tesseract from in Captain America 1. And obviously, Odin, when Odin dies, uh, he was like, "This is Norway. This this could be Asgard." Blah blah blah. And they literally oh, bring Asgard to Norway. Fuck, dude, this movie, man, <laughs> it's literally just a reward for everybody who watched these for being a fan. movies. It's amazing.
you, I'm gonna go see it again. You, you know what? This is one of the I've never seen a movie twice in a movie theater, and today I was thinking I think I should probably see this movie again. I, I think you should, um, and like consciously look for other stuff now. Yeah, I uh, what do you call it? The remember how I said I don't like Fat Thor last night? Yeah. Today I actually when I woke up and I was thinking about it all day, I was thinking because I knew we were talking about this tonight. I was thinking, you know what? I like the fact that he wasn't magically fit. Yes, everybody did. Everybody's like, I'm so glad there wasn't like some montage of him working out or whatever. Or taking a pill and then just... <sighs> yeah, or just when he did the, the the lightning. I was like, oh my God, please don't be badass and skinny again. But he wasn't. With like the shaved face and the cut hair. Nope, he just like, braided beard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like still had a gut. Yeah, I, I kind of like the fact... And I think it's because I saw the picture of a Norse god that I thought... This is really fucking cool. They're just Scandinavian dads. Because now, like, because you think of, if you take away the image of the MCU Thor as a, like, giant cut North American style man, mm -hmm. and you look at it, imagine an actual, like, Norseman, yeah. Viking, all yeah. of a sudden it's like, well, no, that's exactly what a Norse god would look like. Thor during the final battle looks exactly like what a Norse god should look that's, like. And that's when I thought... <laughs> Actually, that looks. That's really fucking sick. That's yeah. really sick that he's like that. And the way he gets there, I really like. Like out of everyone, like besides Tony, I guess. Which Tony has a super level head, uh, so he was super pissed off for probably quite a while. But then he just basically went to retire. But Thor felt like he personally lost. He everybody was murdered within like a week. He didn't kill Thanos, and he snapped his. He felt he feels he responsible. Missed. Yeah, exactly. He missed. He missed. Yeah. Ugh. Should have aimed for the head. Yeah. Oh, and I love that. The what did you do? I went for the head. Yeah. Fuck. So good. <laughs> <laughs> I like. You know what? It's, it's it's like crack. Like I need that assemble moment again. Yes. I, it's like, yeah, you do. It's, it's just like I need. I need to see that again. Like yeah. I need to experience that. That's just. It feels so good to see that. Like yeah. I need that moment again. <laughs> it's just. Oh. You should really watch it again. Have you never seen a movie twice in the theater? Nope. Go see it again. I'll 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 take you to go see it again if you want. It's uh Oh man. It's an investment, but it's like such a payoff. Yeah. I feel like it needs to be IMAX again. Uh so I've seen an IMAX twice and regular once. Seeing an IMAX for your first experience, I would definitely recommend. Oh. Which I think it's a did. must. I think it's a must. Yeah. If there's a movie that's filmed in IMAX and like meant for IMAX, which the only two movies I could think of that are filmed 100% in IMAX are Infinity War and Endgame. Right. Like, those were notably 100%. But, like, uh, Dark Knight and Dark Knight Return. Wait a uh, minute. Dark Knight Rises. One second. What? I don't think your mic is facing you. Oh, geez. Really? There we go. Okay. Continue. Uh -oh. Dark Knight, Dark Knight 2. Uh, those had a bunch of IMAX scenes. Um, so, I definitely had to see that one in IMAX, and it was worth okay. it. But. So, you think... You think so if you had to rate that seeing this seeing Endgame in normal theater is fine, it's fine. But like, if you really care about it, you should see an IMAX again, just because it's louder. You can feel the no, movie. No, I'm saying for the second. Um, second uh, if you're just looking to get that that crack rush again, you wouldn't need to. No, you don't think so. It's also so much cheaper. Is it worth like double the price? To... It's like what twenty bucks. Also, depending on what theater you go to, I don't know if AMC does these now, but the super luxury like leather. Would recliners. you rather see it again in a super luxury recliner's chair, or would you rather see it in IMAX again? Recliner, because my legs were sore yesterday and I could same, not kick them up. If it was the same price, 
Ooh. Don't make me do this. <laughs> <laughs> um, same price, IMAX. Yeah. But luxury recliner is cheaper and crazy comfortable. Like, illegal True. how comfortable they are. True. True. But I also, cool. I, I, I lay there and I think, who else was sitting in this and... Were they clean and all this other shit? Oh, probably not. Don't care. Super comfy. Don't think do about it. Do they clean these? Just do watch they the movie. Clorox these things down? <laughs> oh, like, they for sure definitely do. Yeah, right. Like just with all the soda and the popcorn dripping on Oh, them. that's a good point. That's a good point. Cool. Let's, uh... It's late. Yeah. It's really late. <laughs> it's really late. But this is a movie that demands yes. this type of conversation. I hope our listeners enjoyed this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so you literally talked about one thing. Yeah, and also not just that, just super in-depth and... I mean, I can represent the people who aren't as deep into the actual story like you are. Yeah. So maybe that's good, but I don't know how many people are. But regardless, if you if you made it this far, thank you for listening. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>